Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I'm like so climbing. Hey, everyone, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me and Mayhem. Uh, we're back. Uh, we also have Kayla Harrison, who is a two-time gold medalist, uh, first American to do it in judo. Male or female? Bless her heart. She's calling in, and Jamie Kilstein's calling in, who another comedian uh, who moves to, and to Tucson, and now has a jujitsu podcast. And wait to hear this guy's backstory. Wait, the political dude? Yeah, he's now. <laughs> wait, I, I'll, I'll set him up better. Uh, right. uh, but I want to thank Speedweed. Uh, they're getting, first of all for giving us the studio, and second of all for being in a gr- great service. They have marijuana, they have CBD, they have THC sex lube, they have anything you need. They have uh, they will deliver it right to you. Mention roast, you get ten dollars off uh, any order a hundred dollars or more. And they're great people. This guy Gino is like he loves fighting, he loves comedy, and I don't know where they found this guy, but he's like an angel. And uh, and so thank you, Gino, for being so. He's also one of those dudes that like is with you when you're down and when you're up. He's not a front runner. He's a, he's a, he's a real guy. He's from Long Island. Uh, I think that's I think that's what's so what's so good about him. Also, I want to talk to I want to thank um, Santa Cruz Medicinals. Okay, they have infused MCT oil and coconut oil. You could put it in your coffee to get that potent dose of CBD. Put it in your workout shake. Check it out at scmedicinals.com. Use the code Roasted for ten percent off. It's amazing stuff. Highly recommend it. Um, hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? What'd you do? Man, I did a variety of things, like, but the most interesting one was talk politics with my dad. Really? So he's back from the Philippines? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Let me tell you. He's a big Trump guy, right? The biggest. All right. I mean, I don't know how this man got indoctrinated like this. He's a military guy, too. I know, but, I mean, he never was this way before. Like, now, you know, over the course of the conversation, I kind of figured out it's not so much that Trump is awesome. It's that he his team is winning, <sighs> and he's fucking loving it. He was swinging a fucking fork around in my face, talk, telling fuck, this, that. I don't give a shit. What about Nancy Pelosi? I'm like, bro, I'm not, I wasn't even arguing. It was just, he was spitting out every talking point to me. Rapid fire, man. He's like, man, he's a bad motherfucker. But I, well, I think a lot of times, I think people now have decided to pick a team. I, and, everyone did. And, and, and I look, go, and since I was out of society, and I'm out the game, so I don't even have any skin in this game. I, right. I can't vote. Right. So I'm cool. Like, y'all do you. You know what I mean? I'm just... 
trying to get by. But this. you're a human guy. I mean, you're 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 for people. I mean, I'm for people, but I mean, at this point, all y'all is at each other's throats. So go ahead. I, I'm gearing up for the civil war. No, first of all, it's not gonna be a civil war. Why not? Uh, and uh, bro, I'm on I'm on Team Mayhem if there is one. Yeah, I'm saying, bro, me and you, we're gonna be sitting on a pile of machine guns, just in everybody's food, every food, every canned food. Keep collecting it, cause me and Adam are coming for it, baby. That's a scary thought. Um, right? Now, last Thanksgiving, you were in jail. Oh, yeah, and the Thanksgiving before, too. Don't now, forget. Now, what did you do for Thanksgiving in jail? Man, I'll tell you, you know, the canteen really goes hard. Everybody, like, you crush up some ramen noodles, right? You put in some... Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm busting this out. You, bust, you, you, you crunch up some Cheetos, put that in there, crunch up some uh, chitlins. Yeah. Or not chitlins. What's that called? Pig skin? What's that called? I don't know. Come on, bro. You don't. I don't. You down with the pig skin? Um, yeah, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. Anyway, chit. No, not right. chitlins. Anyway, you put that pig skin. There's some dudes in there that been down for so long. Bank robber Jimmy was next door to me. Yeah. For like, he been in inside that facility for ten years. The same box, and he, he just made some, magnifique. No, do they have like? Do they have like? <laughs> Is it festive? Do they do they decorate it at you know, all? Or I, like... Yeah, you know, I, we we all made little finger paintings of turkeys. Really? No. <laughs> what, what, no. I mean, is it? Do you guys know it's a holiday though? Do, do we, no, they... there's no clocks in, in there, so we just like Are you stare serious? at the. You know, it's Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay, but I'm saying, is there like what I'm what I'm thinking is like they have the like kitchen a... came busted out the first like good meal that they have, and the last. But good is it like a mess hall? You're have. out. You're all out in the open. Nah, they like it, they. They deliver your tray to your door. It's kind of like Uber Eats. Really? Yeah. You didn't actually like all get together. No. And, like, uh, there is no together inside this facility. Wow. I know. Not even on Thanksgiving. No. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, look, that that's what you do when you break everyone, the law. How did everyone talk to you? When did people talk to you and tell you their problems and all that through stuff? Through the through the vents. Yeah. I know. I never really told you about this, huh? No. Yeah. It's a very painful place. I play a lot of chess games. When you said you let the workouts. Yeah. Where was that? Where I was in my box and everyone was in their box. So you actually see people in there. This is there. like the equivalent of death row, buddy. Like, even though I didn't do that bad a crime, you know, these guys, the section I was in was with like the most violent, the crazy offenders. I told you a dude. Yeah, but, I, but I thought that you could actually like make physical contact with the no, other guys. No, not, most of my, most of my time was no, it was completely segregated. But when you say people tried to people. get you to join their gang. Yeah. When? How did? did you, if you're, how, if you're it, isolated, how does that happen? Man, you know, I'm writing a book about it right now. About that, I'm, I was just writing a chapter about that, and it's just, you know, the uh, oh man, prison culture is like this thing where you you guys all like cordon off into your relative racial groups, right? And it's like. And I, I have the benefit of like living kind of outside that society, you know right. what I mean? But the woods was like but trying when to did get they, me. But, but I'm saying, when did they, I didn't know we were gonna jump right into I this? Either, I like it. But, I say fuck MMA. Let's just talk no, weird when, shit the but whole when time. When does this happen? Like, like because is well, it over? You the, said you look, did, you don't have anything else to do. So over the course of the days, you kind of figure it out. Like it's assumed that me, a white man, is on the white man's team. Right now, I kind of like was like, all right. But, like, not really. Like, I'm doing my own thing, guys. But when you did, like, you said you would run five miles. Yeah. 
out uh, in, a, in a in a there's a there's a wreck yard yeah that's like i don't know <laughs> it's like were you running from the white supremacists trying to get you to join yeah, their gang yeah, was yeah. Like, was i like was 10. jogging around them <laughs> yeah. they were all like was, join uh, us doing, <laughs> yeah yeah it, it was bizarre yeah i i you know i there's a there's a guy in there who you just look like your average everyday soccer dad yeah and he like talked about soccer dad shit and his son and yada yada and then he takes off his shirt and he's got the giant swastika swastika hitler tattoos wow. and i mean what was he in and i get it he was like on some fraud stuff but he was over there because he was part of brotherhood aaron brotherhood so you know and that's a direct result of this prison ducks content uh no but what he, i'm he asking part you of like... he, he's been in in and out of prisons for like since he was young so in order for him, some skinny dude, to like be protected from the terrible environment that he's in, he joined that gang. And now, you know, he kind of, he told me straight up that he regrets getting all this. Now he can't ink. go to pool parties. Yeah, no pool parties. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. He mentioned that exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it's just a bizarre another planet. No, but what I I'm asking you is like, so uh, Thanksgiving, you were by yourself. Yeah. The 24 hours. Yeah. So they, they 23. 23 hours. Got out one hour, walked around to everybody's, you know, box and said, hello, happy Thanksgiving. You know what Did I mean? Did they say, hey, Mayhem, and happy they, Thanksgiving? Yeah. They call and you they, Mayhem or Jason? Mayhem, yeah. Wow. So, you know, it's it's like, uh, oh, man. So it's nice to have Thanksgiving out. Yeah, yeah I'll say. Uh, oh, I'd man. much rather dodge a shank from my dad than, uh, <laughs> than with the guys I was in there with. I get nervous when your dad, you your dad are around. For I know. Me and my dad just like... Uh, look, man, we're we're in public, screaming about politics. I just kept, you know, bringing up. Oh well, I mean, it certainly looks like he's in trouble with his impeachment. He ain't in trouble with his impeachment. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, but I mean, it certainly looks like he did a lot of corrupt stuff. Oh, oh, oh! What about what about uh, Hillary? And no, Hillary. not Hillary. What's his name? Joe Biden. I'm like, I don't oh, give Joe a Biden. shit about Hunter Joe Biden. Biden. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, you know. You know, it's and like it's like a Mexican baby screaming, crying next to us. We just we just didn't even. I'm not a. See, I'm not a Trump. I'm not a Trump hater. I'm not. I'm not a. I, I I'm think not a, Trump's awesome. I'm not it's a hilarious Trump fan. I, I can see the good and bad and a lot of things. There's some things that he seems to be doing really well. Listen, Other things he's so the well. number one gangster. But and, and we live in a gangster society. At the same time, it's, it's it seems like people are just all or nothing. Everybody, it. and it's just like, wait, well, but what I if- mean, we both know this that everybody has you know their echo box, everybody's stuck in their own Facebook friend group. You know, I don't even look at Facebook most of the time, I, I like I, very rarely do I go on there. I like made your picture because I way, know, though. yeah, I know that it that you become indoctrinated by if you keep looking at the same stuff. You know, I, I like I'm on Reddit, I follow different like conservative, you know, I, I, I see everybody's, everybody's like. Um, like point of view, no, not, not they're bullet points. Yeah, because your your <laughs> your talking points dictate your attitudes and opinions. And my dad just so happens to be on all those conservative ones, so he just regurgitates. He's, he's just hitting me left and right, left and right with every talking point. Problem is that uh, Fox News, like Tucker Carlson, could <laughs> yeah. be the best comedian. He loves that guy. He is hilarious. He's not. He's he, he can, he's he, way funnier than you, Adam. Uh, he but he might be. I <laughs> I think I laugh more at him than I do at my own. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about. Uh, so I had a show in Key West. What uh, happened? Yeah, you look. So other than I almost about got into my, a fight in Key West. Why? 
So I'm on stage, and, it, and there's a, it's a big military, a lot of military base out there in Key West, Florida, which I, if you're going to be stationed anywhere, Key West, Florida is a pretty good place to be stationed at. And I'm on stage, and it's like a little club. It holds like 100 people, but they're, everyone's laughing. And then I do one joke about how, about dick pics. I'm like, it's never a good sign when you send a girl a dick pic, and she writes back, LOL. And I go, oh, yeah, laugh out loud. Right? Or no, I go, uh, I, I go, okay, yeah, 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 lots of length. Right? That was my, the punchline. So then some guy in the back just yells, some drunk guy goes, you got a small dick. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like all right, I got a small dick. But like, I hadn't even engaged in him. Like, I wasn't even talking to him. I was talking to people in the front, but I could just, I could just sense energies. This guy had a bad energy, you know? Wait, but why did you, why did you let that guy shake you? You're such a professional comedian, dude. Well, there was something about him that, like... It was just the way he said no, it. No, I was you, like, you okay, could... all right, all right, I got a small dick, I got you, right? And, like, I have a different ways of dealing with hecklers. One of them is rope-a-dope, yeah. which is you let the guy get off, you go, you got me, you got me, ha-ha. Then at the end, you just fucking pile on yeah. when he's not expecting it. I've seen it. you fucking he, obliterate dudes. When he's not yeah. expecting it, you know? Because yeah. then, then when they're expecting it, so I, I, I move on, he goes, you got a small dick. Like every, Again? Like three or four times. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, this guy's not letting me do any more material. So I go, well, you would know it's been in your mouth, right? Yeah. And then everyone starts dying laughing. Yeah. But then I was like, I was mad, you know, which is comedy. You're not supposed to get angry. No. Nah. But I was like, yeah, and your girlfriend's mouth. And her, and your mom's mouth. And your grandma and your aunt. I just kept going. And his, his girl was like, stop it. Shut up. Shut up. And he, after that. He couldn't let it go. He was just like, ugh. So then he, he gets up and leaves. And now he's waiting for me. No. Pacing around. Nice. So I get off stage. Did you shoot a like, single leg? I'm just like, I just drove four hours from Miami. Do I want to fight some fucking military guy right now in Key West? I mean, what am I going to get out of this? Like, what, <laughs> Nothing. If I win. Charges. Great, That's great, it. Right, yeah. yeah. So then the guy left. Next day, he told his friend to apologize. He was going through a hard time. He had a funeral to go to. And I, mm. I said, tell him thank you for his service. And, you know. And for sucking my dick. <laughs> yeah. And, and his girlfriend for his service. Yeah. Brutal. So, <laughs> so, so that, that was one. Then my, um, my wife went to, the, after hearing the whole strip club thing on the podcast, oh. she wanted to go. Oh, yeah? So we went to the, to strip, the strip club. Yeah. Awesome. So we go to the strip club in Miami. Uh, my friend DJ Platypus was, <laughs> awesome. was a DJ there. Great name. And he puts my name on the billboard, like, on stage, like, welcome, Adam Hunter. My wife was not impressed with this. She's like, oh, wow, you're quite a big deal here. <laughs> did he know your wife was with you? Yeah. He and, like, he still, and he did that he did for that. you? Good, so, good, good But then, he's, then my wife's like, you know, I, I think my friends are hotter than these girls. Wow. But, but what do I say to that? Like, You say, well, get them to dance. <laughs> like, come on, bro. You know, come on. You got to do the play of play. What would Mayhem do? I was, oh, God. I, I got to do the opposite yeah, exactly, of whatever. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, which friends, you know? And then, <laughs> and then she named a couple of them. Like, yeah, I don't think. So then, like, so then we're like, I'm, I'm drinking some something. And she goes, hey, uh, she goes, did you, uh, she goes, uh, did you ever taste this or something? Or no, she, she goes, did you ever do this? And I thought she meant the stripper move back when I stripped for like two days. And I was like, yo, I got better moves than that. She was like, I meant the alcohol, you asshole. I was like, oh, shit. So then it was, see, sometimes my wife will get me with the, like the other day we were lying down and she's like, what's the, you know, my, she's like, my boss asked me what the craziest thing you've ever done is. Guess what I told her? And I was like, I don't know, the time I like, I don't know, got naked for 15 Mexican chicks. And she's like, no. I was like, oh, uh, I don't know, the time I had a like a threesome with the porn star. She's like, 
now she's like getting angry. No. I'm like, I don't like this game no. at all. Like, you so, always just be digging a hole for yourself with your wife, bro. You like every story you have with your wife is like, yeah, well, I uh, took a shit on the floor and then she was angry, so I wiped my ass with the rug. I'm just like, what, bro? How how can you make this worse? Like, here's that constant and, and the dynamic between you guys. So what happened? I don't understand. So what happened was she told the story, which I thought would be funny. So there was a girl. I told her this. I was in. One of these places, like uh, Arkansas, or yeah. Wisconsin, you know, w- awesome. Wichita, Kansas. Shout out! And I met a girl off Tinder, and this is back <laughs> when I was single. And then uh, we go back to her place, and there's a remote on her uh, on her be- on like her cow her bed. I go, oh, is this for the TV? She goes, no, it's for my asshole. Nice. I go, I go, what, what do you mean? She's like, oh, when she was younger, she was in a gymnastics accident, and her asshole fell out. So she had a remote control asshole. Bro, you were hooking up with remote control asshole girl? <laughs> yeah, I didn't That's know. That's badass. She's like a cyborg kind of. But I was did like. You, did you give it a test, test run or did you like. I didn't go near the asshole, but I was like, oh, does this work for the garage too? And like, <laughs> does it change the channel? That's what I'm she like, calls it. I'm like, do you ever the garage. Like, take the batteries? So yeah, so that was like, uh, I didn't want to discriminate. I felt bad at that point. I had to, you know, she was cute, but I didn't actually. But what, what would did, you have done? Did you, you had, did you take her to Pound Town? I, I we had sex, but I didn't. I didn't. You didn't even with, check back there. No. Did no. you? You didn't turn around and like, I mean, check out the garage door opener. No. Jesus. I you would have done that. I think so. I I don't think. I think once I had the remote control, I would have like, totally been too. You know, I have a scientific mind. I have a very inquisitive mind. I'd want to know everything about it. I'd like make her sit on the toilet and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Garage door goes up. Garage door goes down. Garage door goes up. Garage door goes down. I mean, that's just how I am. Do you ever I, think that this gets in your way, like like, like before the C.B. Dalloway fight, and you were at hedonism? <laughs> or, uh, right? For or, sure. I, uh, undoubtedly. I, I've grown a lot from that era, but I still have this inquisitive nature, especially with robotic assholes. Yeah. Man, how, how you didn't explore that further? I don't, I, it was Gymnastics late. accident. I was tired. And yeah. she literally her asshole fell out, which I, I mean, didn't know was a thing. Me I didn't neither. know that. I could was actually, it a Samsung or I mean, was it a universal remote? Uh, no, it did. It, it had. It was just to the asshole. It didn't actually go to the TV or, the, or anything else. It wasn't like an all-in-one. Uh, did it look like a legitimate? Yeah, I mean, remote. she wasn't lying about it. Like, I mean, I don't think that was like her her prank. I know. Yeah. Uh, I don't. But yeah, it was it was crazy. So I mean, that, did she want to stick that remote in your butt, and then you guys could be connected in more ways than one? No, I don't think I would have let her. I'm not. I'm not a big thing up for things up my butt. Yeah, I know you. You. I've heard a couple. What? Okay, have but I, I? I don't know. You told me some fun, <laughs> some, some fun things. Um, by the way, speaking of uh, fun Kayla, things. All right. So, uh, <laughs> what is Kayla? Is she on the thing? Okay. No, all right. So like, we got Kayla Harrison, who has a very nice butt. 155 pound fighter. Uh, great girl. Uh, so anyway, uh, you want it? Okay. So anyway. Let's talk about and then so anyways then we went on this cruise. My my friend gets married on a cruise on fucking Thanksgiving. Like yeah, I, I heard the of worst this. fucking what a what a jerk your friend. Who is this guy? My, my one of my best friends. He lives in California. His wife lives in California. Both like in like L.A. There's yeah. a port right here in yeah. Long Beach. We all have to go to Miami to go on a cruise that I bombed at right. And then we and then we get there. My wife tries to save money for the first time ever. <laughs> we get. So we, they give us the, the worst cabin. We go in there, there's bunk beds. And not even like on top of one another. <laughs> like one thing, and then a Murphy bed comes out from the other side of the thing. So I feel like I'm going to get... She sleeps on it like it's going to 
collapse on me the whole time. Y'all can't share a bed? What, are, what is we this? We did, but it's, it's, a, it's a twin bed, oh, and we couldn't sleep. Yeah. I'm waking up coughing. Uh, like <laughs> what? She's Why? Co- because she was a little sick, and then I got sick. And okay. they told us, we told them it was our honeymoons. They would upgrade us, oh. and they didn't. <laughs> but instead, they wrote Happy Honeymoon as if we would get bunk beds on the fucking every time we came in. Oh my God, Adam. It was the, it was, it was the absolute worst. My friend doesn't even know when the wedding is. I go, when's the minute? He's like, oh, I think tomorrow. Like, Thanks. he's stoned as fuck. <laughs> Like, it, it, it was, what a nightmare! It, it was a nightmare. And yeah. We go on one excursion. My wife wants to go horseback riding, which I don't want to go. But I'm like, all right, we'll go horseback riding. So the horses go into the water, which was nice, except that when they go in the water, they all shit. So the horse in front of you, you just get floating, horse, just turds floating everywhere. You can't wait to get out. But like, it was just, it was the worst. It, it was the fucking. I, I ended up hating my friend for this. Like, no, I was one of two friends who went up to the wedding. Like, no one else came. It was like I was one of two friends and another comic who was like trying to bust my balls. It was it was brutal. It was brutal. That uh, is. So, so that was my Thanksgiving. It sounds like a damn nightmare. But I mean, come on. Didn't you like enjoy nice. the sharing nice. the matrimony with? Yeah, with him? but I didn't like sharing a twin bed on a fucking. It was it was brutal. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk about fights oh. until Kayla comes on. All right. So fights that got announced this week: uh, Khabib versus Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. I knew that was gonna happen. <sighs> yeah. I thought it was going to happen in March, uh, but now it's in April in New York, in Brooklyn. Um, what do I think about this fight? Look, I like Tony Ferguson. He's my friendly-ish. He texts me at like four in the morning sometimes, like <laughs> nice. randomly. Nice. He's, an, he's kind of an odd guy, but uh, a great fighter. I think he makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah. He's always like one punch away from getting knocked out in his fights. Not always, but a lot of times. And I wonder if this is just not the guy you can be careless against. Mm. You know, I think the opposite. I think that Khabib hasn't been, like, outed yet for his kind of sloppy stand-up. And if he decides to stand up with uh, Ferguson, he's going to get tagged. I really think that's that's the way it goes. But you only think Conor had better striking than Khabib? Yeah, but look, you know, it's not. A plus B, right? It's it's a different style, completely different style. Ferguson don't mind getting taken down, and he will get taken down, undoubtedly, during the fight. But I think he can weather the storm way better than Connor. And um, Connor, you know, making that weight and and uh, you know uh, Khabib's style of just wearing you out with wrestling. I think that Connor made a lot of mistakes like uh, during his fight and. You know, Tony is a complete different yeah. animal. He's gonna he's gonna get taken down, and he's gonna be okay with that. He's gonna try to attack from the bottom. What do you think about the him making some like some of his crazy tenth planet, you know, go go plata or vaporizers, yeah, or yeah. things that he does? You think that he could possibly catch Khabib in one of these? I think it'll be very very difficult. It's possible, but at the same time, you know, once guys get sweaty. After the first round, it's very difficult to catch submissions on the bottom. You know, and it's not unheard of, but, you know, it's really hard. And Khabib is just going to keep grinding. He's not going to, he, he more than, he's such an expert grappler that he's not going to, like, put himself in a spot to get caught. He's going to be studying all that 10th planet, and it's all out there on the internet. So there's no, like, special magical technique. But, you know, I think definitely there's a possibility. But more than likely, I think that the the striking is going to come into play at some point in the fight. Now, again, Khabib is going to be the favorite for a reason. 
you know. Uh, and uh, but I think that. So you the, you bet on Tony if you had money? Yeah, it, I mean, you with a good it? with a good line, yeah, I, I, for sure. Because it's like one of those, um, you know, he's got some magic that the other guys that could be fought doesn't have. You know, I think the the style matches up a lot better than his previous challenges. That being said, yeah, the smartish money is on Khabib. But, you know, I, I like the underdog. I, I mean, I want Tony to win. Don't get me wrong. I, I just, like, even the Cerrone fight, he got tagged a lot. Oh, yeah. Now, granted, you're right. I no, mean. And look, yeah, you get tagged a lot. But see, you're apples and oranges again, bud. The damn uh, cowboy is, I mean, that, that dude is a striking machine. And he's much bigger. Like heavyweight, you know what I mean, compared to Tony. So it's like a whole different ball game. Uh, look who's on. Oh, look who it is! It's the beautiful, talented, sexy Kayla Harrison. How are you? Oh, we got to put our things. Oh, okay. not feeling super right, sexy in the champ camp, but there she is. She's uh, she's fighting for a million dollars on New Year's Eve. Nice. A million. And it's funny. I saw her, and she came to my show when we were in uh, Florida. And I said, hey, you're probably going to win a million bucks. The look of anger, probably. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, I was like, holy shit. Now yeah. I realize. Uh, She's a competitor. Oh, my God. I, just, I, I didn't want to jinx you is what I was trying. I didn't want to like say, hey, you're going to win a million bucks. But, uh, but how she- are you, Kayla? Don't worry about it. I'm good. Thank you. Um, are you excited? Are you, are you nervous? Are you, is this, how, how different is this than the Olympics? Well, I mean, the Olympics is a one, one-time thing every four years. You know, you train your whole life for one day, so it's a little bit in, insane. Um, but this feels very similar, you know? It's intense. Um, it, I think it's a little more intense because it's just one fight. It's just one girl. You know, you don't have a whole bracket or anything like that, but I'm excited, you know? This is – I haven't touched gold since 2016, so the fact that I'm less than a month away now, I'm ready. I'm- I'm excited for you. Uh, you're obviously, I, you know, you had a crazy backstory. You're, you're, you're super sweet and giving. Uh, Thanksgiving, you gave out turkeys to everybody. Uh, that was, yeah. that was, that was very nice of you. Um, Thank you. And uh, and you seem you seem very 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 cool. I'm excited for you. Uh, are you getting some, like uh, feedback? On yeah, that? I'm getting total feedback. I just think it's from her hotness, those smoking eyes. Uh, There's yeah. just she's just she's just yeah, wrecking yeah. us not, right now. I do not feel super hot right now. <laughs> I know you look like you're just There's about to train. Uh, you're not all dolled There's, up right I now, but I could see the like, I could see the beauty shining through. Did you know who Mayhem Miller? By the way, did you watch? She Bully knows Beat Mayhem. Are you, you know are you crazy? Of course she knows me. She wouldn't be laughing like. Oh. If I was just some squirrel neck. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, let me ask about the specifics of the fight. Uh, you know what? You have a victory over this woman already. I mean, how yeah. do you how do you not go in too arrogant? You know, how, how do you how do you come into this? You know, uh, expect you. Know, what do you expect out of the fight? Well, you know, the last time uh, I fought Larissa it was on one day notice. My opponent changed. Wow. I got bumped from being the co-main to the main event because Magomed was sick. And I really didn't know a lot about her. I had watched some, I watched one or two old, old fights. Um, But she's a really game opponent. You know, she's very well-rounded. She has more experience than me. She's only lost to people who are like undefeated or UFC or former UFC champs. Um, You know, she's, she's legit. And I think I went in there, um, not really knowing what to expect. My, I also personally just wasn't in the right frame of mind. 
But um, I'm not taking her lightly. I expect this. You know, I'm mentally preparing for a five-round war, and I'm mentally preparing to to go out there and instill my will one minute at a time, one exchange at a time, one round at a time until I break her. Now, she says she's going to knock you out. <laughs> she went on record. She's going to knock you out. Does that fire you up? Does that piss you off? I mean, it's irrelevant. She can think whatever she wants, you know? Nice. I think it's good for her. Good for her. Now, like, specifics. Now, like, I've seen uh, your fights where, like, what techniques translated directly from judo for you? And which ones, like, and and what area of your game are you, like, more most focused on for this fight? Um, You know, the techniques that translated best for MMA really were techniques that I didn't use a lot in judo. Um, mm. A lot of foot sweeps, inside yeah. trips, things of that nature, outside trips. Um, and I'm really, I was known more for my hip, hip throws in judo. Yeah. I was a big power player, you know, I, I, these hips don't lie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> but without the jacket, uh, those techniques are difficult. Yeah. Right? Unless yeah, you got an no underhook, grip. it's pretty, pretty dangerous to turn your back on an opponent. Yeah. So now, why are judo people um, so arrogant? Uh, like <laughs> what? you ever like judo, people that do judo, like, like Carol Parisian, <laughs> Ronda Rousey, that, that's a bad like comparison. all the Armenians, like you, like, what is it about judo that <laughs> I mean, not arrogant, but like it instills confidence. Yeah, how you're, so, you're fucking up. Why dude. are they so confident people that do judo? Well, first of all, all martial arts instill confidence. If you yeah, are taught them properly, you know, yes. inner confidence that is unshakable. Uh, second of all, I'm just a bad bitch. That's why I'm confident. So. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Now, you did say that you're the best grappler in MMA. Uh, you said that's man or woman. You're the best. Wow. You believe it. Now, I mean, so, like, how do you think a fight, uh, like, you versus Gary Tonin or you versus Dylan Dennis or you versus uh, Ben Askren? I already beat going? up Dylan Dennis. <laughs> you, you, I, I heard you attacked him at a club or something. What happened? Oh my God! Now you're like, bro, I'm not talking about this. All right, nice. okay, okay. We could, we nice. could, do, we could, we could take, we could take this part out or no? We could, we could, all nah. right, I'll, I'll, all right, I'll put it out there. All right, so wait, you beat up Dylan Dennis? You actually beat him up? I have no comments. Okay. No <laughs> she can neither confirm nor deny that. Okay. Dylan right. knows where I train. Oh, you guys trained, knows, and you got you got the best of them. He knows where to find me. He knows wow, nice. But but I mean, Breaking there are some news. great grapplers, like great grapplers. Like, of course, there like, are. No, a guy like Gary Tonin, oh or I I I think that. Uh, why do I have to explain myself? You I don't. Mean, you, ask, you don't. Don't just you ignore ask, him. Right, sorry. All right. Sorry. He, he's ridiculous. You ask this guy. To he's a comedian. When they think they're the best, like no. they say, like, oh, why do you think you're the best? Okay, well, why do I think I'm the best? Because I know how hard I work, and I know all the knowledge that I have and I know the coaches that I have around me and I know, you know, everything that I've put into this, the 26 plus years of work and, yeah. um, all right. Okay, fine. Let's get back to the fight. Right, I, right, obviously right, I'm going to, yeah, gonna hide calm down, him. dude. Yeah. Right. Stop, yeah you stop, be quiet. stop shaking <laughs> her up, bro. God, I'm just, uh, you know, we're trying to get some guy, MMA guy out of a high school wrestling team and all of a yeah. sudden he knows. High middle school, middle school, middle school, middle school. Middle school. Oh, dude, not even yeah, not even high school. No, I, I, I can't fuck with the high school kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just beats the shit out of middle schoolers all day. I've seen him. 
Uh, all right, so go. look, she's obviously planning on, uh, you know, she wants to make this a stand-up battle. Yeah. Obviously, because the best yeah. grappler in the world's after her. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> so shut the fuck up, Adam. So. Uh, Why is that? <laughs> go. Hey, go, so, on, go on. So on. I mean, what's your strategy to avoid this striking battles? You know, you're, you know, you're one of the best people to. To, to make it into a grappling match, but obviously she's going to be trying to counter your foot sweeps, trying to keep the jab, and, you know, what, what what's your plan for that? How What's your, you know, what's your plan yeah. of entry? I mean, I think she's definitely a counter striker. I don't really see her coming after me. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to probably chase her down and um, get her close to the cage, take her down. I think that really... Um, the key for me is just to be patient. You know, I got to pick my shots, pick them wisely. And I don't think she has the greatest gas tank. So, you know, just slowly go out there and, and wear her out. Have you, um, thought about what you're going to do with the million dollars? Everyone asks me this. Um, <laughs> I, Pay your I'm going to donate some to my foundation. I'm going to probably, uh, go on a little vacation, go see nice. my family, maybe take them somewhere nice. And that's, uh, awesome. that's it. You know, so she joined yeah. her high school wrestling team because she had a crush on a boy. Nice. But then beat him up. Uh, and then beat up the whole team. And then got kicked off the team for beating everyone up. Perfect. Sounds I didn't romantic. get kicked off the team. Oh, that is so dramatic. I know. You right, what happened? Just like, I don't, I didn't get kicked off the team. I just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let me apologize Did for I Adam. Tell you he, I he, he has a flair yeah, no, for you the said dramatic. That, like, you said you came and joined the no, team, but you beat up the guy that you like. You said you beat yeah, up the guy no, you like. so I like this kid. Man, this is going back. I liked this kid. <laughs> whatever. He's a captain of the team. Whatever. Yeah. It was a long time ago. And then you <laughs> So you beat up you, the kid that you like. Michael, if you're listening, you blew it, bro. Wow. I'm about to be a there. You didn't want to marry your high school sweetheart anyway. Um, Michael <laughs> Bisbing. This is my, nah, he wasn't my sweetheart. He was like the definition of a fuckboy. I just didn't know what that meant. All right, speaking of fuckboys, so are you single right now or? Yeah. Yes, I know you had the boyfriend. You guys were together. I know it was a, a breakup. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, but now, are you, I, I'm not going to mention it. Um, but so, are you on? Are you on Tinder or Bumble or are you? Are, are, is anybody I'm on Raya. You're on Raya. Wow. Nice. You know what Raya is, right? Everybody download that in That's the Florida your, no, area. You, you gotta be what is it? You gotta, it's for celebrities. Oh, yeah? It's only you have to be a celebrity or a model or like or famous. That's but, not true, by we, the way. It's totally not true, by the way. I, for some reason, there are a ton of real estate agents on there. Okay? <laughs> well, they're famous I heard real it's just estate like, agents. I heard it's just Jeremy Piven and then a bunch of hot chicks models. So, okay, so you're on Raya. Now, our guys, because you you do look, I mean, you look great. Because I saw you came to my show, you were wearing like a dress. Her arms are just like, yeah, she, um, yeah. but I could tell like. She's a specimen. Let me, see some of my, let me see if I can show you one of my pictures on there. <laughs> oh, nice. I like, I dumb, I dumb down the, the, the muscles a little bit. You know, I don't really? want to scare them off. Yeah, I was going to say, our guys intimidated. Wait, time out. Yeah, what kind of, look, you're dating the wrong kind of guys. Oh, look at her. Whoa! What is this? Your Christmas outfit? Whoa! But who's the friend? Shut what? up! Oh my! Oh wait! I get the booty in there too. <laughs> I can't believe we're helping her on her quest for love. I feel like well, uh, she's matchmaker. A, this is a gold I need medal. it. This Have you guys? 
Nobody in the history of judo American won the gold nice. medal. She won it twice. Wait, where's that picture? Let me see again. Hold on. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't see it. I was, he missed I was, it. I was bragging about you. Oh, the other Whoa, one. The other damn. one. She was naked. You got some cakes there. Look at you. So. <laughs> whoa, whoa, did, look. Have you had any matches yet? I mean, have you gone on dates off this? Yeah. Like, this is, I can't believe you're damn. showing us this. Look yeah. at look at you. It's amazing. You look very. I nice. have no shame. Here's me and Dan. Here's me and Dan. Look at Dan. Dude, yeah, you can't have a guy there. ATT, yeah, you can't. Look, I, I'm just going to tell you. Freddie, the owner of ATT in a Freddie Mercury costume. Have you ever seen anything better than this? No, but I want to look at you. I don't want to look at uh, fucking. Look at Dan John. Lambert. I'm oh, swiping God. left on that. <laughs> so, all right. So, are any guys. Now, the guys try to pick you up at Why the gym. Why am I doing this? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, you're getting weird today. But, but what? what <laughs> are, but are, are guys trying to at the gym? Are they going up to you? Because I, I would think that some guys are a little intimidated that like maybe you you could, you're very strong, you're a very strong woman, very powerful woman. Are, are guys ever kind of afraid a little bit of like, uh, yeah? So what kind of guys hit on you? Like just like like bodybuilders or huge black dudes or, or like or little Twinkie guys that like have like a fetish? Maybe short. All dudes? the above. All oh, the above. Wow. And then you don't like those guys. All the above. You want a regular dude. Well, I don't know what I... I'm I'm married to the game right now. Honestly, I haven't looked at that account in probably a month. Mm -hmm. So uh, <laughs> I'm not really like... I'm not searching for love. This is my favorite quote about love. The flower doesn't dream of the bee. The flower blossoms and the bee comes. <laughs> that was so poetic. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure a lot of yeah, guys. You like should. You should just be a rapper. <laughs> guys want to be coming on that bee. All right. So <laughs> now I know that I know that you and uh, you and Ronda Rousey were frenemies. Uh, you guys trained together. Uh, has she reached out to you and wished you luck on any of your fights? No. That's a no. That's a hard no. That's bullshit, right? No, nah, I mean, look. I, uh, I mean, it's okay. Like, look, like it is what it is. We haven't lived or really been in the same circle for years now. Um, she's a busy woman. I'm a busy woman. I get it. I mean, there's no hard feelings for me or anything. Just say, so hey, like, good I'm luck. Like, she could just say, good luck, kick some ass tonight, or hope you win. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is. I mean. She, I'm pretty sure that she's not worried about whether or not I'm fighting or what I'm doing. She's have you learned, has she kind of learned, like, have you learned a little bit, like, what not to do, what, how not to get fame into your head? Like, don't uh, keep your, yeah, I just small. feel like I, um, yeah, I think I learned a lot from her career and I'm still continuing to learn a lot from it inside and outside the cage. That's good. I mean, I mean, cause there aren't probably a lot to learn what to do and what not to do, you know? Um, definitely. All right, so you're on Raya, you're training. Uh, now, do you, do you live alone? No. Who do you live with? I bought this big, beautiful house, and um, one of my best friends, whose name is also Kayla, lives with me. And actually, uh, we call it Kayla's Home for Wayward Fighters and Dogs because I have two dogs that I didn't buy or want, and I have... <laughs> Three fighters living with me, and you don't want them either. It's just, yeah. What's Nightmare that? Nightmare Fight House. I've oh, been there. You've been there, right? Oh yeah. Man, it's actually pretty nice. I mean, I love exactly, having a, a yeah. full house. It's not a bad thing, but it's like there's a lot of us here right now, uh, especially it's when it's like a training camp situation, right? So you guys are all training. Yeah, that's why I just stay in my room. Like I just 
So her first day, she goes to American Top Team. They put her against Amanda Nunez. Yeah, and Amanda Nunez like kind of fucks her up on the feet, but she throws her on her ass and like yeah. just sits on her. She's fighting for her life, yeah. never sparred before yeah. in her life. Throw her against her. Yeah. Nunez is like, "Who's that fucking crazy blonde girl? Bring her back!" Because yeah. like, and then they became <coughs> friends and sparring partners. Yeah, but it's not had, entirely. True. I had I had sparred before, just oh, not okay. for that long. Just not that level. But, yeah, I, uh, but yeah, she's still, no, I mean, she's, I've never gone. She's she's. The champ champ, you know what I mean? Is I had she never still training though? Is she still there? Yeah. She okay, fights so next she... week, bro. Oh, right. <laughs> Good point. So she's helped get you so she helped get you ready for your fight? Um, we didn't train a lot together this camp. She's fighting a striker, so she needed a lot more uh she needed better strikers than me. Got <laughs> it. I didn't I didn't and I'm a southpaw, so a lot of people don't like training with me. Now, are you a southpaw because you're left-handed, or are you a southpaw because judo? I'm a southpaw because I was predominant. I, mean, I was a right-handed judo player, yeah. and I always stood with my right foot forward. So, do you do you have some success with your like lead right hook, or like how's how's sparring go with with striking? Just apart from your grappling, like how, what, what do you? How is your striking? It's game starting developing? to go good, actually. I'm starting to I'm starting to I'm starting to get comfortable. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think a big aid to that was in between camps, you know, I don't, um, I don't disappear from the gym. I keep training. So during that time, I do a lot of sparring with the amateur fighters at the mm-hmm. gym, a lot of the amateur guys. Yeah. So just being able to see punches, being able to look at things, see things in a little bit slower motion than maybe a pro fighter would throw them, but still, you know, the amateur guys are terrified of me. So they are throwing for real. As they um, has really helped really? me. <laughs> has really helped me learn to relax, you know, on my feet and pick my shots and see things, develop my defense a lot better. So I'm feeling pretty good. Did you watch I, Bully Beatdown when you were growing up? What? Did no. you ever watch Bully Beatdown? Why do you always have to interject that all the time into every conversation? I'm trying to get you a date here, okay? Bro, I, listen. Listen. Mayhem. Mayhem was I, in jail. Download the app. Mayhem and try was. To in, he was in jail for a year and a half. He I was see in, your ring. Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm married. I'm, my, no, my life is you. over. No, not you. I'm not talking Oh, to you. Yeah, you, you know, well, he's single, though. Oh, you single? Okay. <laughs> I'm not married. Have you ever had Olympic-level... Olympic-level sex? Yes, yeah. I have. Really? Adam, oh. watch your tone here, young man. Okay, okay. <laughs> watch your mouth. <laughs> With a wrestler. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, With a wrestler? You, you banged an Olympian wrestler? That, yeah. Who? Look, McMahon? Relax, Sarah, Sarah bro. McMahon? Why are you always in my pants? You're always in her pants. I'm not. You're always like it's trying like, to like he's inspect like everybody. He's like one of those gossip girls. Like, <laughs> I know. You're. You know maybe what? Because he's married, so he doesn't. Maybe because he's married, so he doesn't get laid. He's so he done. Like, he's got no, no, kids I, I, I'm screaming on, I'm, all the I'm on time. TRT. I've gotten laid. I got laid five times last week. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Yeah, he's on next hey. level. He's on steroids it's, right it's now. It's been he's better. Just, it's he's been just better. banging his wife with a steroided penis. Yeah, well, meanwhile, she said she was coming to my show. <laughs> never showed up. <laughs> Fucking she never showed never up? Never showed up. I had, she, I had seats that said she, Kayla okay, Harrison. I, mean, I didn't want to have to do this, but my mom had a brain aneurysm. So. Damn. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> oh, I hope wow. she gets better. I'm sorry. Can oh. I use that excuse when I it's don't okay. go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> well, stop <laughs> making me feel like shit, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I listen. I got nothing but love for you. I have so much respect for you. You have no idea. <laughs> he gave me the finger, Jesus! I would. I hope my daughter is is is, is just like you, okay? Uh, Lonely okay. and on rise. No, but, okay, but, but no. So. What? 
Yeah, you're, you're, you are, you are, you are such a positive role model to women and men. You are absolutely, Thanks. absolutely. Thanks. And I'm happy that the PFL made a whole division for her. Yeah. They, they, there was no women yeah. fifty behind women. They were like, we need, we need a star, and they picked her. Um, is there pressure though because of that? Nah. No. I mean, bro, she's an Olympian. She went the first, to the Olympics. I was the first American. I was the first American to ever win a gold medal for my country, and then I went back four years later. But you won two nothing. Like, it was kind of. It wasn't that big of a. No, I'm kidding. Okay, idiot. <laughs> he, he's trying to keep. Why it did I agree to this? Yeah. Why? No idea. I, I'm sorry. That's true. That's true. That is very true. You did win. You did, you won twice. And I'm kind of also... glad I didn't go to your show because I heard you were talking shit about all the fighters that went. And if you had talked shit about me. I probably I'm like at that point where I would have just gotten up on the stage and like fucking judo through his ass. Shit. That would have went viral. Yeah. We, we, we yeah. got, I would have got some hits on that one. No, we I could have gone viral. If I was, uh, Onage. Yeah. Oh, wait, was that your roommate who the Kayla who came to my show? That's your roommate. Yeah. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, because she was making out with her boyfriend yes. the whole time during the show. Uh, Sid Outlaw. Oh no, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I really? and then I called him out I mean, on so, it. So Sydney basically lives here now too. And then we have another guy who's living here, and then I have a guy who's documenting my camp, so he's living here. So Kayla and Sydney, like, yeah, they make out a lot. It's yeah, pretty yeah. yeah, my whole show. I'm like, dude, what's going on here? I'm like, are you guys cheating on each other? Like, like, look at they were cheaters. Like, they, like this is the only time. I know, I know, I know. They told me they were. <laughs> I was so happy that you shit on them. That was awesome. Of course, I like um, them. But though. yeah, they're literally constantly down each other's throats. It's awesome. <laughs> I love love. It's great. You'll you'll find love. I you you'll 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 get there. Don't worry. Don't look. You're you're a you're smart. I'm not you don't just go. You don't just go for anybody. You're not a gym rat. You know. I, you know. I heard. I heard, <laughs> I heard you and Hector you Lombard almost. No, I'm that ATT. My yeah, new yeah. rule is no more fighters. Now you and your grandma we're were on flea market flip. Uh, <laughs> Were you really? What is flea market yeah. flip, and why were you and your grandma on that? Flea market flip is this show on um, HGTV, and it's where two partners like they go to a flea market. They give you uh, like things that you have to turn stuff into. They give you a five hundred dollar budget, and then you have to <laughs> transform these things into other things and then you go sell them at another flea market and whichever team makes the most money wins the flea market flip challenge and normally <laughs> you win five thousand dollars but we donated to the charities of our choice oh, that was nice um it was between myself and nancy kerrigan myself and my mama it so i wasn't gonna do it but my agent called me he said hey have you ever heard of this show flea market flip i said no but my grandmother <laughs> loves flea market awesome so let me call her so I call my mama and she was just like, oh my God, baby doll, that's my favorite show. I watch it every Wednesdays at 4 p.m. And I was like, well, how would you like to be on it? And she just started crying. She was like, bless wow. you, bless you. Oh my God, bless you. Was she so, happier than when you won the uh, Olympics? Was she happier about being on Flea Market Flip than when you won the gold? No, way happier about Flea Market Flip, for sure. Way happier. <laughs> that was a way solid happier. Mima impression too. I mean, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Her mom was also a black belt in, in yeah. judo. Her mom was a black belt. Too. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah. Did you? How, what does did that you, have to do with the? Did you and your mom ever? Just, 
Yeah, of yeah. course, ADD. Did yeah. you and your mom ever tag team against Ronda and her mom? Did you guys ever have like mother daughter no. gym wars? No. Man, I'd like to no. promote that match. That sounds so? My mom awesome, just had yeah. a brain aneurysm. Oh, yeah, your brain aneurysm. She'll probably have another one after hearing this podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to send her the link to this one, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, don't do that. I don't want my mom to know I'm on a dating that's embarrassing. What, what was that? Now, <sighs> anyways, now have you... what, what other questions do you have for me? Okay. <laughs> After you win the PFL, right? Uh, are you going to call out Gabby Garcia? Why would I? I don't know, because she, she's, she's big <laughs> and strong. Okay. And I don't know. I think, I think it'll be a big fight. You think it'll be a big fight? Is she no? relevant? Like, is that like a... I don't know. I just, I, I thought I just do question. my job. All right, all right, it's all right. No more, no more questions. Okay, so, um, how how hard is it for you to make forty five? I mean, I walk around at like one sixty to one sixty five, so I could do it. But it I'm would, hypoglycemic. What, so what's that? I like something about a sugar. It's like when you have low blood sugar. Yeah. Low okay. blood sugar. So you yeah. Um, but I mean, I could do it. It's just. You know, I don't believe in cutting weight. I don't believe the message it sends to kids. I don't believe that it's safe to do in our sport. You know, what what uh, keeps your brain safe? What cushions your brain? Water. What do most of these fighters do before they fight? They dehydrate their bodies, 30 pounds of water, and then 24 hours later they step in a cage and have people punching them in the face. Uh, I just don't think that's safe. I think it's super dangerous and super unhealthy. Um, I was always taught that if you're going to win, you're going to win at whatever weight you fight. Um I'm and the same way. I know that the reason I quit I quit wrestling in college because of weight cutting. So I, yeah. I think too many I mean, kids it's quit because of that. It's super unhealthy. It's dangerous. It's really dangerous with what we do. You're literally dehydrating your body, sucking out all of the water. So you're sucking out all of the protection from your brain. I just, I, that's dangerous. Are you, are you with her yeah, that? I'm with you on that. It's yeah, it's really difficult, but you know, when money's involved, everybody wants to of get course. the most advantage that they can. So yeah, I mean, well, you're I right. Just think that I just think that um, you see a trend. A lot of fighters are moving up. You know, I hope it continues. I hope, you know, 10 years from now, there are way more female weight classes. Um, will I fight 145 pounds for the right money? You're absolutely right. Of course I would. But that doesn't mean I'm going to enjoy it. Or Yeah, but after this fight, I'm... I mean, how... Look, if you win this fight, a million bucks. I mean, when you win this when, fight, when a million bucks. Win this fight. Okay, so, I mean, how motivated are you by money after that? You know, because I mean, look, your foundation. I mean, money's never, have... money's never, money's never been my motivation. You know. I know, but that's what I'm saying. So, Why would you be even more motivated to fight at 145 when you have a you know comfortable weight class? Well, I mean, if they're gonna talk at? to me about, if they're gonna talk to me about you know generational changing money, then okay, that's one mm. thing. I know my worth, so yeah, and I know what 145 pounds is worth to me. But um, I just signed a new contract with the PFL. I'm staying there for another year. I'm pretty pumped about that. It's a company I truly believe in and support. You know, they're literally trying to change the game. It's a lot less about, you know, how many the followers promotional you have and, yeah. gimmicky side of it and, and the entertainment side of it. And it's a lot more sport-based, which, listen, to me, MMA is a sport. It's, a, it's mixed martial arts and a sport. So it's, mm. you know should be rooted in respect, should be rooted in the culture of martial arts. And if they want to be big time and they want to be like the NFL and the NBA and the MLB, then it needs to be more sport-based. 
I feel mm. the exact same way, Kayla. So what's going on with uh, Colby Covington and Masvidal at the gym? Uh, is everything okay there? Everything's okay, guys. I, I heard they clear out Colby's team, and then Masvidal comes in, and they clear out Masvidal. It's like West well, Masvidal hasn't been at the gym. He's, like, on his promotional tour doing some stuff, and Colby fights next weekend, so he's training. Um, I just trained with Colby the other day. We have the same strength coach. He seems in great spirits. Everything seems fine. The drama has really died down. Um, I haven't seen anything. Okay. No, no. No antics. Okay. I'm the team captain, so it's my job to make sure that these things are handled properly. You're the captain? Hell nice. yeah. yeah. When, are you, when are you coming out to L.A., captain? Um, hopefully never. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn, I was going to say, I could bring you to my middle school, kids, and you could, you could, we have a, a great girl on the team, See, and we could, you could be our, yeah? our, our guest coach for the day. Oh, I would like that. What's her name? Her name is Billy. She's a uh, jujitsu. She's an ace. She's uh, she's gonna win the whole thing this year. Uh, there's only three teams in the league. Nice. She's gonna win. Uh, she, Good luck, Billy. She's awesome. So uh, cool. yeah, I want you to meet my daughter and uh, my wife. Someday. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'll have to go to LA if I wanna make it big time, right? So you're already making it big time. Yeah, you're here. Yeah. Welcome. You're on the podcast. You made it on this show. Yeah. So, I mean, really, Thanks, this is guys. probably the zenith of your career So, right if here. you were going to take her on a date, what, where would you take her? I, you know what? What? I, I, I would take her some, I would take her to Skid Row. <laughs> we would hand out donuts to the, kid, to the kids down there. Really? Yeah. I think she could help me uh, change my image. She, she could help you yeah, change your image? Yeah, she could definitely help me. Yeah. So, okay, so you make people take she pictures. Maybe your sweetheart. Yeah, that's that's great. nice of you. Yeah, and then at, at the end of the day, I you, mean, she's just she's just I mean, kind of like look before you even I can hear a joke coming. <laughs> no, at the end of the date, would you go for a kiss or would you be kind of uh, reserved? I mean, I would probably shoot for double underhooks. I mean, immediately, <laughs> and try to avoid the inside trip. You know what I mean? Or or Haraya Ghosh. Like I don't so, want to get sleeve throw. I wouldn't wear this jacket. Two judo throw names and one he's been like, oh. Well, you don't understand. I, I started out in judo. He's like my career. Yeah, I, I know judo. Back so you would forth. go for underhooks? Yeah, and then underhooks for sure. And I wouldn't wear a jacket. I'd want to go like <laughs> sleeveless. Well, what, what would you think about like a, a martial art, a mixed martial arts match? Because I'm trying to set this up. What would you think uh, a martial arts match with kind of a modified gi? To, like how would you how would you think that would go? Like, would you be interested Between, in doing something like that? Like, a, like uh, with, you know, with strikes, but also with, like, a jacket. Like, I, there's, there's, I know, it's well, that, strange. Like, who would beat her I in that? I would kill some. Nobody would beat that. her in that. That's I mean, why I want to make this her match for like, her. Her versus Ishii or something. Yeah, Ishii, yeah. Um, so, okay. So, <laughs> all right, so, all right, so you go, uh, you, you guys go on a date, you hand out donuts to the homeless, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, then at the end of the date, you, you got double underhooks, yeah. and you don't go for a kiss. I mean, obviously, I'll try, but look how strong her neck is. She probably headbutt me to but death. But that's insulting to her. How do you not, I mean, I would try to kiss her, but you know. Like I, you know, I, I look. I, no, I, think I don't that, kiss on a first date. I don't exactly, kiss on a first date. exactly, I'm and I didn't school. think you did because no, I'm, I'm a classy gentleman. I'm shy. You're shy. Okay, so that's okay. So then the, so the second day. I take things slow. 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 Second date. Ridiculous. It depends on how the first date goes, if there's even a second date. Wow. Now, one of her fights, she wins every round 30 27, 30 26, and then starts crying uh, because she didn't knock the girl out. 
And she goes, I gave myself a D, which I'm sure you know, other guys, when I give her a D. Too, but, but now, um, she's a competitor. Now, so I know you're a competitor, but is there uh, a fear of not being, uh, being too hard on yourself? Hard on. No. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. No. It's okay. Yeah. You guys are really mature. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. No. I mean, I expect excellence from myself. You know, every day I wake up, I want to be the best possible version of myself inside the cage, outside the cage, in all aspects of my life. You know, that's what motivates me. That's what keeps me hungry. That's what keeps me going. Um, and I'll never be satisfied with mediocre. And that's why I'm special. Hell yeah. That's like, man, she is a role model for the kids. She's a role model for humankind. All right. Yeah. Girls, don't put out the first night. Okay, be like Kayla. Yeah. That should be your, like, your catchphrase. Don't, don't even kiss them. You can Kayla give them a hug. Kayla doesn't it. put out on the first date Harrison. You don't think that should be like your new nickname? Uh, like, well, no when smooches. I first started MMA, when I first started MMA, everyone would call me two-time, like two-time Olympic champ. But I was like, guys, that sounds really bad. Like two time, like I'm two time like in somebody, so can we guys. change that? Yeah. <laughs> so they change it to like threesome? Uh, so, uh, yeah, you can't. Good Lord. Yeah, I'm just. All I right. can't believe she's still on, bro. I know. Listen, I would have hung up on you. I can't either. I would have hung up on you. Listen, Kayla, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm going to be rooting for you. Can I get a Kayla Harrison t-shirt somewhere? Or can I support you? Yeah, you guys, if anyone wants to support me, um, FujiSports.com sells Kayla Harrison tees, and all of the pro all of the profits go to my foundation. Yeah, and wait, what's your foundation? Because I, I feel it's like you need to plug that because that's a fantastic thing um, you're doing. So you know? my foundation is called the Fearless Foundation. Um, it is for survivors of sexual abuse, um, child sexual abuse. I was sexually abused by my first judo coach. Uh, so I wrote a book. It's called Fighting Back. You can get that on Amazon or uh, pretty, pretty much anywhere on the Internet. Um, and the book is a educational tool on how we can try and stop sexual abuse from happening in our society. It uses my story. I kept journals all throughout my ordeal. So it's myself and two psychiatrists. And we tell you, you know, we talk to you about what grooming is and why kids stay quiet and how do you approach your kids and how do you have this conversation and, you know, what is the court process like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. And... We also give you a little bit of hope because there is a shiny gold medal at the end of the tunnel. There is hope at the end of it. So we want, you know, survivors to go from just being survivors to really thriving. Um, wow. So that's you're, what the Fearless Foundation does. That's you're an amazingly is, brave is, woman. I mean, th that's two fantastic. Medals. Two gold medals. I mean, and that's just on top now, now a burgeoning MMA career. You know, you hats off to you. Like you're, you're awesome. Like I'm a huge Thanks. fan. I, I was a fan before, but wow, now I'm just you. huge yeah. fan now. Well, thank you, Kayla. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, and uh, hey, next time, next time we do this, you gotta let me know ahead of time that it's gonna be video, because then I'll actually like make an effort. And you look no, beautiful. No, you look great. You hey, look you look beautiful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You look great. For, for real. Like, I would definitely, if I saw you on Raya, I'd swipe right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. Have a blessed day. Bye, bye, Peace out. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, she, she hates you now, bro. Come on. I hate you now. Why do you Dirt hate bag? me? Come on. <laughs> I totally, I don't know. This is like rip roaring took that woman on a ride. Oh, my God. I don't know. Whatever. You just, 
you're just you, bro. Like everyone loves you yeah. because they expect you to just say just dumb shit all She's the time. <laughs> Asking her weird second, trying to hook me up with her. What's wrong with you? Uh, you wouldn't go on a go date yeah. with that girl? Well, <clears throat> What, you have your own problems? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. No, she's, I don't know. She's awesome. I I, I, uh, I respect and admire her, and uh, I like Kayla. She's, she's, she's badass. She's a cool yeah, chick. For sure. I hope she wins. I think she might, huh? I mean, more than likely, she will, right? Is that, I mean, I, am I wrong? There's always that fear is of that, getting caught, right? Is of that, course. Especially yeah. when you, you know. But is the, the girl like a knockout puncher, for the real? The girl's a Brazilian who started MMA uh, when she was 16 mm. to raise money for her family. <laughs> and they threw her into the UFC early. Yeah. She lost to Amanda Nunez and yeah. Jermaine Durandame, but won every other one of her fights except to Kayla. And she just has a win over Sarah Kaufman. Oh, okay. uh, Kaufman was the number one seed. Yeah. She beat Kaufman pretty handily. Mm. So this girl's no joke. Yeah, um, but this is a different beast right here. This, this is woman, a different Yeah, this beast. woman, uh, you know, she's All got that. All kinds of strength. Man, those takedowns are, you know what I mean, like solid. And when she's on top, and her punches, oh, my God. Yeah, no. And she just hammers chicks, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'd seen it. it. It was pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write thank you to her. I like her a lot, too. I uh, hope she didn't get offended. Did she get offended? Dude, no, right? you offend everyone. It's like, <laughs> it's called MMA Roasted. It's not exactly the... You know what I mean? This ain't the nice guy podcast. All right, let's talk about some of the other fights coming up uh, before we get to Jamie Kilstein. Connor versus Cowboy. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a tough ass fight for old Connor. Really? Uh, yeah. You don't think a wrestler would be harder? Because uh, he seems I, to. I just, I mean, I think it's a better matchup for the fans, for yeah. sure. It's more exciting. But I just think that, that you know, uh, man, it's not. Cowboy's coming off two losses. He is. Gaethje, and then I think he lost, and he lost uh, uh, when he blew his eye out. He, he fought Ferguson. I think you were locked up. He, he had a black, he had a, he had a, uh, a broken nose. Yeah. And he like blew it out. Yeah. And then his eyes swole up. Yeah, that happened. And then that was the end of the fight. Oh, they, really? They called it. Mm. It was pretty close for that. I mean, Ferguson was getting the best of him. Yeah. But it wasn't out of left field where you're like wait i could see cowboy catching him it was yeah. a, it was a solid fight and then well that's, that's why i'm saying it's such... on purpose no nah. i don't think he did no you just do that like natch like by reflex and then it, it's happened to me before where like i got my nose busted and then i like blew my nose and then whoops Against like who? my eye just swells up nah i'm training and uh you know it's just natural reaction when you have all this gunk in your nose to go <laughs> Yeah. And, and and yeah, so I'm no, he didn't do that on purpose. You know, the guy's a beast. Like he, he's, he's a, a beast of a guy. I mean, look, he did not look very good against Justin Gaethje in his last fight, which was a. But at the same time, he's gonna get a lot of money for this fight. Yeah, he's a he's a guy that he's a weird guy in the sense that like he's been beating guys. This guy, like what this guy Hernandez, who was who just came out from knocking out Benil Dariush. This yeah. guy looked like a, a world beater. And, it, and they put him up against Cowboy, and everyone was like, oh, God. And Cowboy fucked him up. Yeah. Um, well, because Cowboy is such a veteran, he has, like, such a variety of techniques, you know? Like, he has, like, uh, you know, a, a different game plan for different guys, you know? And that's something that most most guys can't do, uh, especially, like, I mean, younger guys. Like, younger guys have a problem with uh, doing a variety of different strategies, but, you know. Well, while you were away, he basically, he left Jackson's camp. Yeah. Um, oh. And really? Yeah. And basically said that 
went off on Jackson's camp. Really? Said that the place has become uh, like a 24-hour fitness where you, for 100 bucks you can roll with Holly Holm. That, that really? He went off on the wrestling coach, Israel Martinez. I think it was Izzy. He went off on, and he started his own thing. He had a kid, and then just started like fucking everyone up. It was like dad and cowboy was a whole different guy. Started talking about taking DMT uh, really? and going on Rogan <laughs> and like, saying he almost drowned, but then didn't. And just like, but it was a whole different fighter um, and beat Mike Perry. Mike Perry. Uh, you know who Mike Perry is? Mm-hmm. Mike Perry is this like tattooed, just like muscle throwback guy that just tries to knock you out has like eyebrow tattoos and d- just always using the n-word but he's white but he says nice. he's five percent african-american because when ancestry.com just uh, a real cr- like guys guy what percentage sort before of, you guy, can use it i don't know like just a g guy guy isn't a word he's uh <clears throat> just kind of a gangster Kind of people like him. People, right. people like he's sort of a throwback to like the old UFCs, the tough guy competition kind of guy. Yeah. So he was Cowboys. Jackson was training him. Winklejohn was training Mike Perry against Cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy submitted him one round. Nice. But that's what I'm talking about. Strategy <clears throat> has different strategies. So. Yeah. Uh, but it was also a different motivation. And Gaethje, he didn't look like himself. Hmm. Um, and Gaethje basically he knocked out Gaethje when they were training back in the day mm. and Gaethje had won something to prove mm-hmm. to, it was a young Gaethje and an experienced cowboy against Connor I don't know because you don't know what Connor's going to show up well I mean it's going to be Connor and in plus, what, it's at 170 right 170 that's another thing who does that help that yeah, cowboy man cowboy is naturally a bigger dude so like you know he's going to be taller he's going to be you know what I mean like it's just as much muscle as Connor is packing on you know I think that Look, it's no easy fight by any means. I just think there's a slight advantage towards Cowboy. Really? Because of the 170. I want Cowboy to win. I like Cowboy. I, I mean, but look I at... I just get nervous that... Uh, and and the chin is a factor. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's been a lot... I think a lot more wars Cowboy has fought. And he's been knocked out a lot more. Or That's what I'm saying. Down. I mean, Connor has never really been hurt. I mean, Nate Diaz hurt him, but he subbed him. Yeah. And it was more like he was tired in that fight, kind yeah, of. And yeah. Sort of like... Was he, he, he out toughed him? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but like, Khabib I mean, you're forgetting that, him. that Connor got dropped by damn Mayweather. I mean, it, you don't think that put wears on him a little bit? I think it does. I, I think that that's he got, he got wear TKO, on him. but he was almost like exhausted. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There was also something weird in that fight too, where he, he hit him Mayweather with a body shot, and Mayweather said it was a low blow. I remember, but that. it didn't seem like it was low. No, that's just a boxing way. Like that's what you do. Like any chance you get and take to get a breather, you do. Like guy, guys do that all the time. But I kind of wonder, like, had that not been called a low blow, <laughs> if that was a knockdown, how that fight would have ended in some alternate universe? Right. Like, so many of those fucking things. That anyway. <laughs> all right. So um, I hope. Cowboy so what wins. you think, Connor wins? I hope Cowboy wins. I just don't. I'm you hope the, Cowboy wins. I hope Cowboy wins. I like Cowboy. You, I, I love how you're just blatantly like not. You know, you just like don't pick people. Your, yeah, you give your favorites. You're like, I, I hope this guy wins. I know because it's like my fear is that Connor's gonna win. I hate I, I think Connor can win for sure. I I think the slight advantage should on paper go to Cowboy. It, it depends on who shows up that day. It's you don't think like that, that. Cal- Connor's been a younger, less worn, 
fresher version, even though, I don't know, maybe the, maybe the cocaine and the party nights have caught up to him. Maybe. I mean, no one would know better than you uh, when it comes to that. I mean, yeah, you're 35 you, going on up. 80 <laughs> yeah. in party years. But it's, you know, who knows? You know, it depends on how Connor's training camp goes, and I'm sure we'll get some insight into that, right? They're going to do some type of... Uh, uh. You know. By the way, Kayla Hiron says you're funny. You picked a good profession. Nice. No problem. Thank you. Okay, mm-hmm. so that was good. I, I was actually worried for a second she might hang up on me, and I was like, I don't want to. Get, I, I was know. telling her to hang up. I was like, I was I like trying to get her to hang up. The on The only you. person to ever really get mad at me was Kat Zingano, uh, because we didn't tell her what kind of show it was, and I think I asked her if she got like finger banged a lot in college. Some fucking ridiculous <laughs> question that I was like looking back was like, why did I ask her that question? But then we became friends. She came to a comedy show. Super cool, and we laughed about it. You know, uh, congrats. <laughs> way, way to go, Adam. Way, way. Someone doesn't hate me. Um, all right. So, Zhang Well, Zhang huh? Welly, she's this girl from China. Oh, yeah. Undefeated. Lady. Yeah. She's knocked out fun. Jessica Andrade in yeah. 40 seconds. Yeah. Is fighting Joanna Yanjanchek. Or they're saying they both agreed to it. Uh, I don't know. This girl looks unbeatable right now. Yeah. You know, but that's the magic, right? When when you have only have a few fights and you're always knocking everybody out, there's always somebody to throw the the monkey wrench in the system. But yeah, it, it's cool to ha- have her like riding this damn wave of well, popularity. Well, good for China and the UFC because that's such a huge market, and they haven't had a Chinese superstar ever. Are you afraid to like talk bad about China? Because I feel like I have an anxiety. Like, I don't want to, just in case I go out there, you well, know, Well, I mean, have... J- Japan had Sakuraba, right? He was like, yeah. he was the guy. Yeah. Um, Korea, who has the Korean zombie. Yeah. I guess he'd be the guy. China, yeah. which is a lot bigger. China is like a huge, like, But they've never had. For corporations. It seems like the Chinese top team guys don't match up against, maybe it's. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the what do you mean? It's the, the training. training and the it's food the and everything else. But is it training? Like like they don't, you know, they're they don't have the level of training. Like you know, back in the day, what was it? Brazil, Brazil was had was the epic, you know, epicenter of martial arts, pretty much, or or like practical martial arts, you know, like actually useful martial arts. So back when the UFC first started going and the MMA started taking off, the the guy that top champions were all from brazil because they already had a framework of training and you know what i mean working out and then as america started picking up i I remember when like when i was starting we were like inventing ways to train pretty much because no there was no but how did jackson now how did you deal with the the gracies and guys that you know that you're going to encounter yeah you know you like it was all like counter submission training like you like would put yourself in a arm bar and then get out and it's not like you you had access like now you have access to black belts and you can go to different camps and train but back in the day you had to like improvise because nobody at this gym is a black belt in jiu-jitsu so okay put me in an arm bar and i'm gonna try to get out put me in a choke and i'm gonna try to get out so you know like i like really you know my experience was getting really good at escapes because you know we didn't were you have- making it up I mean, not, yes, a, a little bit, but there were some, we would watch the Gracie tapes that we had. We would watch those, you know, we would start to get it going early on, like uh, by, you know, pre-YouTube uh, of how to do things 
you know, like, like they okay, were, but China, we were, we were emulating them as, but, but yeah, you're right. You know, China has the access to YouTube and whatnot, but still it, there's, there's a difference between kind of starting from scratch and doing the best you can with the tapes and having quality instructors. They also don't look as physical as that, big as I mean, the, and maybe I don't know if it's genetics or whatever, but or the you, Beijing you air quality, like the college wrestlers that come out of the U S and a lot of these guys look like, you know, Chad, uh, what's Chad, his, Chad, what's his name? Just Chad no, is uh, enough. Team alpha male, Chad, yeah. uh, Chip and Decker, Chad Mendez. Yeah. You get these guys, that, these mini fucking yeah. guys. You're Hulks. just like mini Hulks. Yeah. But Uriah Faber. I mean, Uriah Faber, when his shirt off, you're like, whoa. Well, I like, mean, let's look at what the Chinese dudes like are, you know, starting with, you know, it's like, uh, you know, there's a genetic factor in there, but there's also a training factor. Like, well, these guys are probably not wrestling from a young age. They're probably doing what different, the traditional martial arts first. Right, they're doing karate. You know? and, yeah. yeah. And then, and then step in there, stepping into mixed martial arts. I mean, arts some guys do have that there. genetic look, but they stand out. Yeah. Whereas the American guys don't stand out. Like you, you put on any LFA fight mm -hmm. uh, event, you're like, You'll see guys with like a six pack, and, and you're like, not that that always translates to MMA, yeah. But it just seems like the Asian the Chinese guy, and not to I, I mean, people are gonna shit on me for this, but I'm not trying to insult Asian people. It just seems like they're starting with a little bit of a of a they're they're not as good, they're not as well built or strong or whatever, you know. And yeah. I don't know what that. Look, I, don't that know. I mean, that's the reality, you know what I mean? Like uh, that everybody starts out with a different you know, set of tools and, and what you make of them is, you know, what makes the champion, what, what, you know, it's, everybody is different. Every, yeah. Yeah, that's the beauty of the sport is that every individual fighter is a different type of, you know, have a different right. body type. And what you do with that is the beauty of the sport. So it's nice to see this girl who seems like a very sweet woman as well. And a nice person. I don't really know her, but it's weird when the translators, cause the translator seems like he's, Sometimes you're like, uh, I want to say hello. Or you're like, that's not very respectful. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I want to see her versus Joanna because Joanna for a while was the yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, I remember, yeah. before Rose Nama Yunus came around and mm. beat her twice. Mm. I mean, knocked her out the first time, which I it's funny because when I met Pat Barry, he was like, dude, uh, when I held pads for Rose, he was like, this is a different animal right here. He, and I was like, and this is Pat Barry. This is a 260-pound yeah. yeah, yeah. guy. So when he, and he's a kickboxing, like a really good kickboxer. Yeah. So when he's telling me this girl's got power, I was like, whoa. And then, when, so I was not that surprised when she knocked out Joanna because she just, I think Joanna was started to believe her own hype. Mm. It seemed like when she first came to the UFC, she was just, and then all of a sudden her, Entrances got bigger, mm. and her the weigh-ins, and she was casting spells on people. Nice. And had poems and everything else, which was great and all, but you still gotta be the fighting should come for, first. Yeah. You can't just be a little too full of yourself. And they always say in anything comedy, don't believe your own hype, mm. don't don't read your own press. And that, I think Joanna got a little carried away, um, but I think she 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 definitely has a. Uh, she, she could pose a problem for this girl because she does have that kickboxing background and that striking background. And I think her actual, her her background in striking is better than, mm -hmm. at least on paper. I mean, she was... Well, that's why they made the fight, you know, when I see with that. Like, the interesting thing about that is that when, uh, when it's two people who are, like, maybe equal kickboxers, it's funny because the grappling comes into play. Who's slightly a better crew grappler and can, like, not get tired 
mm-hmm. you know, and then still keep their form sharp afterwards. So that'll be interesting to see. So speaking of jiu-jitsu, before we get to the fights this week, which is a lot of good ones, Overeem's fighting and Tiago Alves, all these guys are fighting, and then also there's uh, other fights coming up. Uh, UFC Fight Pass Quintet, it's three-on-three jiu-jitsu now. What? And they're, and they're going back. They have Strike Force versus the UFC versus, like, Pride, guys from Pride. Really? Versus, yeah. And it's it seems pretty. You you might be want to go into this. Weird, I didn't hear anything about it. I, I guess yeah. Fight Pass does the worst job in market. I, yeah, I, 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 I I'm like, there's so much cool shit on Fight Pass. Huh. They have like, like bare knuckle, but they dip their hands in like glue and glass. Yeah, some nice. kind of like the craziest shit. You like, you're like, well, this, this exists, but you don't know it. Because but anyway, let's talk to a guy, uh, Jamie Kilstein. Uh, Let's call him right now. So here's a guy, and I want to say this when he's here because I don't want to make it seem like I'm. He's a comedian. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, comedians are like, uh, I guess in a way, like fighters, and like we all share a common brotherhood amongst comedians. Like I'll never, like, even like Brendan Schaub. The reason I don't fuck with him, like uh, roast him at all. Number one, he's sensitive. He blocked me on Twitter for making one joke about him. Which was like, this guy needs to work on his stand up. So he's obviously more evolved than Brandon Shop. Something like real softball. And I'm like, you're going to block me about that. Like, that's, come on, man. Like, uh, I mean, it was something like. Isn't he a feminist? But like, everyone needs to work on their stand up. It was not like, I need to work on my stand up. Everybody, it's not like fucking Chappelle needs to work on his stand up. Everyone, that's what you do. You Wait, work on your stand up. <laughs> uh, that's, that's part of being a stand up comic. So he blocked me because of that. So I'm like, whatever. But I don't fuck with Chow because he's a comic now. And a certain so Kilstein's also a comedian, but has a, a very interesting backstory. So is, is he on? All right. Uh, come on, Jamie. Um, uh, log on now. Uh, log on now. Uh, log. So what are we going to talk to this guy about? So he's starting a jujitsu podcast, and he reached out to me and wants to promote the podcast on this podcast. Um, and I said, of course, because uh, I, I, I like Jamie. So he's a guy that he was a great comic. I'll, 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 I'll wait till he gets on. All right. Uh, let's talk about some <laughs> All right. So um, this week, first of all, John Jones versus Dominic Reyes got announced. Reyes is the guy that knocked out Weidman, mm-hmm. undefeated guy. Uh, he's fighting John Jones, I think in... When's that? January, I think in Houston. Damn, that's quick. Um... Jones is talking a little shit about him yeah. on Twitter, but not really. Jones all over Israel. Oh, yeah, these two are going at it. Which why? It's like some black guy anger. Like those dudes are like, oh, why? What is it about? They're in different weight classes. I don't get it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I I don't know why maybe he Jones sees it as a, maybe is picking on. Maybe he sees on. it as a super fight. Maybe, huh? Mm. Trying to pick on the lighter weight dude. I, I you know, it's interesting. I mean, the I thing guess about Jones did, is like his job. You wonder talking. if he goes to heavyweight, would he beat Stipe? That's difficult um, to tell, but I mean, it's possible. That's for sure. Right. Is he going to go to heavyweight? Is that what you're telling me? I'm saying that like the fact that he's picking on a guy lighter. I mean, if no. he's going to pick on someone, pick on Stipe. That's right. a fight that like I'd really want to see. And I think yeah, you might give him the, the fucking advantage. Mm. 240 pound John Jones. He's mm. got the speed advantage. He's yeah. got the wrestle. Well, the wrestling is pretty even. Yeah. I know that. You know, Stevie was a college wrestler, but Jones was a state champ and also a junior college national yeah. champion, I believe, before he left. To, uh, the striking, the creativity you got to give to John Jones. Straight boxing, Stipe. Yeah. Uh, MMA IQ, I would give uh, to Jones. Yeah. I mean, he seems to outdo whatever the fuck. I mean, he beat 
Cormier twice. If you do MMA math, Stipe's one on one against Cormier. Mm -hmm. Got knocked out against Cormier. And Cormier had faster hands than Stipe. Mm -hmm. So then, I mean, would you give Jones the advantage over Stipe? Yeah. I mean, I would give, mm, you know, that weight, though, will become a factor, you know, later on in the fight. Because I've seen, we've seen Jones get tired. You know, he's human, even though he's a beast. You know, uh, here's our guy right now. But he got tired when he was like doing ecstasy with hookers yeah. the week of the fight. That's, that's true. Uh, not even hookers. you did that. Yeah, ecstasy and hookers will definitely wear you out. That's for sure. So we're talking to Jamie Kilstein. Speaking of ecstasy and hookers, that was a great segue. Uh, Jamie Kilstein, I was telling you. So a little backstory on Jamie. Jamie was a, a great comic. He went to the Montreal Comedy Festival. He he like he, he was he was one of the top guys. He was on Conan O'Brien. He was mm -hmm. a comic to watch. Mm -hmm. Didn't get to where he wanted as fast as he could. Uh, fell in love with a girl who was like this like far left feminist social mm -hmm. justice warrior. Jamie and her did a podcast that blew up. Jamie started sort of attacking comedians. Was mad at comics for not giving him love. Went after me a little bit. All these like comics. He was like then number one most hated comic in the world. Then him and the girl broke up. They had an open relationship. He was fucking some fans. And then it was like, aha, got you. Then the whole comedy world turned on him. Rogan had a disaster on Rogan. He was like suicidal, blah, blah, blah. Then he reached out to me. I'm like, Jamie, whatever. I, I put him on things. We did a couple podcasts. He built himself back up. Was training as a brown belt in jiu-jitsu under uh, Marcelo Garcia. Mm -hmm. uh, then fell in love again. Uh, moved to Arizona. Became a pro wrestler. Still does jiu-jitsu. <laughs> and now has a podcast. And I think is doing well in doing stand-up comedy. Did I, did I get it all right? Yeah, yeah. I really miss the days where my intro was, Funny Man Jamie Kilstein. That was it. <laughs> Instead of, uh, you may recognize this guy from his tragic downfall that has been spiraling out of control for the last decade and a half. Well, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, man, that's fucking it. Uh, but so last time I, I, I saw you, you, uh, you fell in love uh, and you yeah. moved to Arizona. Are you, are you yeah. guys still together? Uh, we are. Wow. She just, left, she just left to go grocery shopping. How about that? What was that? She just left to go grocery shopping. Oh, We're wow. Like, okay, so that's good. So that, that's, that's a big plus because I, I, I had my doubts. I'm not going to lie. Well, the, the, the big debate with me with this was things were so chaotic that I was, I was scared that I just was so excited I found a nice girl who wants to settle down that I was kind of like almost rebelling to like my old on the road life, you know, by just being like, all right, I just want to do this because I want dating to be done. I want one night stands to be done. I just want to like settle. Um, and it's not, yeah, it's really good, man. I mean, look, we moved to fucking Tucson, Arizona, which I'd never been to before and everything is better. I'm getting more comedy gigs. I'm writing more, I'm doing more jujitsu. And uh, I think that even though L.A. is kind of the place to be, I think you, if, if you find somewhere that actually makes you happy, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll find a way to make your creative shit work. That's, I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so happy for you because I, I was like, uh, I, like you, you got me into um, when I was training at Henzo. I was taking your, your class, uh, which yeah. was awesome because we were learning like Shawn Michaels kicks uh, as well as uh, like just crazy stuff. Uh, he was actually getting me better at taking punches because I, I would flinch when I got hit. And, and he was just like 
had me stand there while people punched me in the face. Uh, but oh, it was that's a right. I didn't let you move that one day. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was awesome. And uh, I'm happy. I see you and Anthony Burchek, who's also an ex-UFC fighter. He's now fighting for Combate. You guys are training all the time together. Yeah, man. He's the fucking best. I mean, that's the thing again. I never thought I would find this in Arizona. I didn't even know what gym was out here. Uh, I've never trained 10th Planet. I knew uh, Eddie through Rogan. Um, and the whole 10th Planet ethos, I really like. It's a real punk rock origin story um, about, you know, this guy that everybody talked shit about um, went over and he, he, he pissed a lot of people off because he, he beat this legend. And, you know, I always thought he was going to be an asshole, but he was actually, if you watch the footage after he beat Toiler Gracie, uh, he is crying and he he looks surprised that he won and he's incredibly humble and he's hugging Joe and uh, and then he got a lot of shit and people didn't want him to open this school and now he he has this this empire and what's cool about Burchek I still don't play a lot of the Tenth Planet game uh, like Rubber Guard and stuff but what's cool about Burchek is he's an MMA guy uh, and he's a wrestler so it's like this best it, it, it's Tenth Planet shit but it's also uh, wrestling and still trying to be on top and stay in dominant position and not just sit to your butt, which is really cool. Uh, but also, man, like I've never been supported like as a friend this much. I mean, I headlined the Tempe Improv and these guys brought a fucking posse down and drove two hours to come watch and then known me for like two weeks. Like Burchek brought his fucking mom and this is the first time we're like, I don't know. I feel like I, I never felt except like I love the guys at Henzo's, but I always felt like people are mad at me and I was kind of tiptoeing around. And this place is just it's one of those gyms. Like if you tap a higher belt, they ask you to teach it instead of like shun you. Do you know what I mean? Is that your experience, too? Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, you know, there's like some type of uh, there's always like egos in gyms. But like when you find a place where people check their ego you know, and just roll. And if you catch somebody, it's, you know, it's like, uh, you know, that sounds like you're in a positive place. Did anybody yeah. ever get mad at you for like tapping them and then yeah. want to fight you? Yeah. Like when I was like a blue belt, like I was like tapping out the black belt sometimes and they would get fired up a little bit, but yeah. you know, the, the head coach would always kind of like, that's just Jason. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. So <laughs> it's like one of those, one of those things where, they they moved me up after that, you know. Like didn't uh, Coleman I, and Baroni get mad at you, or like like you tapped them with a like a body triangle or something? No, but yeah, I kept heel hooking them because they're wearing the damn shoes, and uh, yeah, they were getting all fired up about that. Yeah, that that, that was that was a, they were screaming each other's face. The fucking you got trying to get out of it, but you keep getting me in it. Like they were just fucking raging out of their face. It was it was great. Were you yeah. were, were you laughing when that happened? Yeah, I was giggling. I was like, "What the hell is this?" I, I, everybody else was scared, but you know, I, I, I guess uh, I grew up in a culture of abuse, so to me, it was. Now, how did you do against a guy like Mark Nunez, like a, a, a national champion wrestler, two times over, three times? Was it? I mean, coming from a jiu-jitsu background, did that just fuck you up, or? No, you no, know, I, I like matched up well against him. I, I'd, I'd catch him a lot because. You know, he, he'd make the classic wrestler mistakes, you know, like turn your back, 
give up your back or you know give your neck during a takedown so yeah that during during that era you know the the training was real good but we 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 helped each other become better a lot because i i became a better wrestler because of him and he he got better at at you know submission defense and and uh and what about a guy like king mo like that kind of athleticism yeah that, you know that that guy is a freak because like during our training sessions he would he you know it, it was similar but he had this weird uh you know i mean the man's hands just so big like the dude like could when he wrapped around your wrist he could like touch his own hands no problem like that's how long his fingers were and so he he presented he used specific to brag about challenges. he used to brag about beating you he really he used to be i used to read articles like in, i would like, beat his in, like, ass fight too. magazine oh really and he'd be like ask me how how our training sessions went or yeah, something he did beat my ass a few times but i was you know in a weight class under him and like you know uh, i i i gave him the business a few times too so well, you know we, we were uh well, this, it, this it's hard to guy, train. you see this guy and you're like oh i would kill this Fucking nerdy, vegan, fucking obnoxious All comedian. Right, fucking take it down. But then <laughs> I, I, I would watch him in training, and he was he was a fucking animal. Like yeah. he's that little fucking guy that just gets your neck and just fucking just. I mean, <laughs> like even when you came in that backed out one day after you left, people were talking yeah. about you at Henzo's. Like fucking Jamie, fucking cranked my neck. Like like he always he's that little fucking guy. Like like wasp or like Ant-Man that just fucking gets around you and just starts strangling you. And yeah. you're like, what the, f and all his anger for not being a bigger comic comes to fucking come out. And it just, <laughs> just starts fucking. Yeah. 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 I, I always whisper before I choke someone out, book me back on Rogan. And then I just watch. <laughs> but, but seriously, I mean, you're definitely like, uh, people don't know how, how, how much you can fuck people up. Well, I think that like a lot of people, get better whenever i'm like coaching white belts or blue belts i always talk about the reason i got decent at jujitsu is because i didn't tap anybody till i was a blue belt like i just got my ass kicked for years because i didn't have attributes i was like this scrawny vegan i started at like 28 so i was older than a lot of the guys um and i started at marcello's like when i was in high school i did mma stuff and uh, so I was probably in like 2000 and I assumed I like my coach was a blue belt. Um, I assumed I was a blue belt because like for that school, I was doing well, 10 years pass. I go to Marcello's and I was like, you know what? I'm probably a blue belt, but I'm going to be like humble and uh, go in as like a white belt. And then I'll get like promoted really fast. And like, dude, day one, I'm just getting the shit kicked out of me. And I'm like, I'm a white belt. I'm a fucking white belt. And then I got, uh, submitted every single day. And two things will happen. Uh, someone will either, if that happens to them on their first day, they'll either quit and be like, well, if I could like kick in the nuts or bite, it would be different. And they'll sign up for like Krav Maga. Or uh, you learn how to be technical. And you just accept that getting your ass kicked is part of it. And so I was like, I'm not going to be stronger than anyone. I'm not going to be faster than anyone. How can I use like my old man, like intellect, or how can I uh, find tricks or be more technical, you know? Um, and so that's why I got good. And people get so frustrated in like those first three or four years, or when you just get your blue belt or whatever. Um, but really it's like the more you're getting your ass kicked, 
you have the potential every time you get your ass kicked to get better from that. It's like if you choose to learn from it. I mean, that's a whole metaphor for my life, right? Like if I got bitter, uh, when I did get bitter, everything bit me in the ass. And then like, remember, dude, I reached out to you, not because I even knew you had a podcast. I reached out to you because I was reaching out to people I was a dick to. Um, and I was like, hey, man, I think I was a dick to you. I hope I wasn't. I saw your stuff recently. And like, like everyone, every time I meet a comic I, I, or and they're like, yeah, I remember you. I feel like it's like AA where you're like making amends. And I'm like, did I blog out and wrong you on Twitter? Uh and look, man, I mean, a lot of people, what I've noticed is the people who like to bury others online, like I used to do, are the ones who are fucking either miserable or mediocre um, or just whatever, selfish, self-involved in their own shit. The ones who are like willing, like the first guy to call to make sure I was okay was Rogan or text was Rogan. And he was furious with me. He thought I was this fucking snowflake asshole. And he was like, he reached out um, and then had me on his show, you know, to like patch shit up uh, once I started doing stand up again. And so like. But he also had you on his show, though, a couple times because he knew that you were the one, the comic that was going to defend the guy who got mad at the rape joke. Like, oh, no, back in the day, I'm saying like after I tried to kill myself and stuff like all of my liberal social justice friends who talk about mental health all day, they didn't call to see if I was okay. But like the comics that I shit on, these degenerate comics, you, Stanhope, Rogan, uh, those are the guys who reached out. And I think what, what I forgot about comedy and what a lot of people don't know about comedy is like, even the ones who seem mean on stage or telling offensive jokes or whatever, uh, we're all fucking just broken misfits kind of being vulnerable on stage and we still you know when it comes down to it like look out for each other we're also trying to make people laugh like my, right. my goal is to make people happy versus like if i'm a social justice warrior i'm trying to get someone fired you know um right. not i mean you could say well in the means of social justice but still like i never go on stage as a comic and try to get anyone fired <laughs> it's like well, i'm trying to make like people laugh yeah, and like both of you guys have dealt with this, but like this is sort of the problem with cancel culture in general. Cancel culture is is like okay, so like as an athlete, right? Like you try to visualize and you try to think um, uh, positive, and you start you try to imagine yourself winning the fight, right? That's how you're going to get through. Is you can imagine all these positive things. What we as a society are doing online is the opposite. Now we are going online every day not to talk about things we like or enjoy but to find something wrong that someone successful did right if i oh kevin hart a young successful black man is going to host the oscars i'm going to find a tweet from 10 years ago to make sure he doesn't get canceled as opposed to holy shit this dude said some dumb shit back in the day but goddamn he's like redeemed himself and he's motivating he's motivating people now he's motivating young kids to work out like that's a big deal but we've stopped caring about forgiveness and for me when i used to do that to people it was because if i'm lashing out at other people i don't have to examine my shitty marriage i don't have to examine doing a show that I'm not really proud of anymore, that I don't really have any real friends, that I'd rather be doing jujitsu. Um, 
and that I'm staying in it because it's the first time I had money. It's the first time I had money because I'm a high school dropout and I'm on this political show and maybe the reason I'm self-conscious is because I still have a chip on my shoulder about being dumb, so I want these smart kids to like me. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to examine all that stuff going on because you're being like, fire Kevin Hart. And you're also, and getting, act- and you're also getting rewarded for it. You're getting retweets and people oh. are, you know, doing all oh, this Oh, celebrities stuff. are following you on Twitter. All this shit's happening. And like, look, call out racists, right? Call out bad people. If I see someone getting bullied, like I'm going to step in. But when you're just digging to find something bad or something that, isn't really problematic, but you want it to trend on Twitter. It's nothing's getting. You're not actually helping anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're like not. The whole out- thing was the whole thing back in the day was I was making jokes about Fallon Fox, who, who was a transgender fighter that was, and the jokes were like very stupid jokes. Uh, like you know, like oh in jujitsu there's the calf slicer, hers is the cock slicer. You know, or just like very silly jokes. I wasn't taking really a side on it. I was not taking a side. I was just making the funny parts of it. Well, this woman wrote a whole fucking blog and tried to get me fired for Fox Sports and it went viral. And then Jamie retweeted it. And I was more like, huh, like this guy's a good comic. Like this, like that was more like I I like respected you as a comic. And that's like if you were some shitty fucking I wouldn't care. But you were actually like a well-known comic. I think that's also people were like people. You didn't see yourself the way other comics maybe saw you which is why right. they reacted so, to you. Dude, people still say that. Like the dude who opened for me in Tempe was like, I saw you on TV 10 years ago. And I was like, oh, like whenever someone's like, whenever someone recognized me, I automatically assume it's bad. Like when someone's like, hey, you're Jamie Kilstein. I'm like, I didn't do that shit you heard about. And then <laughs> it's like, like, no, I like saw you on Conan and you were like funny. And like, yeah, man, at the time, like, look, success doesn't matter if you hate yourself, right? Like, you could be getting as many, you know, TV spots or opportunities in the world, but if you're not clear on, you know, your purpose, if you don't feel like, I mean, there's no, I'm trying to find a non-cheesy way to say it, but like, if you don't like love yourself, uh, no amount of success matters. I mean, you guys both know people who are probably wildly successful and infinitely more miserable. Like, look, when I lost all that money, I am so much happier now in Tucson in a one bedroom apartment with my cat and girlfriend where like I do jujitsu most of the time um, than I ever was in like my four bedroom place on Prospect Park when I was yelling at people on Twitter in the living room and ignoring my wife. Can you, can you relate to that? I suppose. I mean, I'm, I'm miserable. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, but well, how would you, how would you say that your politics, do you think that your politics have changed? Cause I just know you, mostly from the politics side of things. And as I understood it, you're like a feminist sort of dude. Is that like still true today? Now that you've kind of like become the victim of feminism kind? I mean, it kind of seems like that. So, so here's what I, a lot of my politics are the same on the surface level. Uh So no, no, no. But I think you guys would agree with it, right? Like, when I first became liberal, it was because I was a fan of like Bill Hicks and George Carlin. And I mean, people who would be canceled today, right? Like Carlin would always speak out against PC culture. Fucking Richard Pryor had like d- talked about domestic abuse. Um, I became liberal through comedians. So like my idea of liberal is like, I wanna help people who are struggling 
I think that like war is bad. Uh, don't fucking uh, like, like everyone should be equal, right? Like gay people should marry. We can marry. Everybody should be able to like do legalized drugs uh, uh, if they're not hurting anybody. Uh, I'm not like, Don't be a fucking racist. These are things that conservatives agree with. Um, the problem is liberals are taking it to this like extra insane level where, you know, if you have an argument with your girlfriend, suddenly that's emotional abuse. If you sleep around consensually, uh, you're a, a, a sex predator. And the problem is not only is that like obviously bad for guys, but it's really bad for women. The people who have reached out to me the most and being like, yo, what happened to you was fucked up are not only women, they're women who have been abused, who have been like actually raped. And they're like, when I see someone saying they had a consensual one night stand and they had a good time, uh, but then, you know, because you weren't their boyfriend or you didn't call them, that's abusive. They're like, I was fucking raped. That's awful. Um, so I think the left in a weird way is ruining these causes that are still, I mean, I don't hang out with people who are like, fucking I hate women because no one hates women. Some women are fucking crazy and some women are fucking cool, right? Some gay people are fucking assholes and some gay people are cool. Uh, everyone should have equal rights. That's fucking widely accepted. But now with the internet, it's like people have to like outwoke each other. And that's what I used to do and prove that you're more, uh, that you're more progressive than everyone else. So where I'm at now is I have a lot of the same politics. I've definitely moved to the center on a lot of issues. But the biggest thing is I have a shitload of conservative friends and the left hates that. And the left will call you a charlatan if you go on a conservative show or whatever. Um, but I think that even as a liberal or if you're a conservative, you need to be talking to people who disagree with you because that's how you're going to come up with solutions. If I'm calling every conservative a Nazi just to look cool on Twitter how am I ever going to get them to hear my point of view? I'm not. So it's counterproductive as a liberal. Uh, and it's also just fucking sad. I mean, I was just saying this to a friend of mine today. All of my like liberal feminist friends who talked about like, we need more uh, representation of people of color in Hollywood. They were the whitest fucking people I ever hung out with. I didn't hang out with actual minorities until I started doing jujitsu. And guess what? Some of those fucking minorities are conservative. All of them, you, Burchek will use more racist language than oh, I would, yeah. I'd hear at a Klan meeting, and he's Mexican. You know what I mean? Like, these are just his funny wife's worse. Dudes. Yeah. What's that? I said his wife is worse. Oh my uh, God. And they're the most amazing, loving people uh, on the fucking planet, and they just know, like, uh, a joke's a joke. So, but, but don't you find it kind of strange, though, that you are like, part of this kind of social justice like attack mob and then it rose up to bite you right in the ass yeah, and, and, don't, and don't the you crazy. find that don't you see the irony in it that like yeah. you were kind of leading the charge on that type of stuff and then the minute that you were you know smashing chicks consensually that you're now uh you know like that i mean they, they came after you because they canceled yeah. you because of that yeah, man. And there's part of me that I'm like, I do wonder sometimes when I'm being honest with myself is like, if that didn't happen, would I still be doing the same thing? 
And like, I hope not, because I mainly hang out with like comics and jujitsu people now. Um, you know, I said this on Rogan's, where it was a crazy fucking feeling when you spend years typing hashtag believe all women, and then a bunch of untrue shit said about you. And then you're like, hashtag don't believe Diana, don't believe her, you know, yeah. where it, it, all of these, all these crazy things I used to say, just automatically assuming that every guy is guilty. Suddenly I'm like, oh, but like, I didn't do those things. And that's one of the, I didn't even defend myself right away. I just disappeared because I'm like, anything I say to defend myself completely contradicts everything that I've been I saying. Know, and, the for thing, the and the thing for me is like, I was a part of me wanted to be like, yeah, let's get him. But then I'm like, fucking, that's not helping. You know, like this, that's not, it's not helping piling on you. It's like, who, who, fuck, who cares? You know, it's just, like, I mean, I'll say that everybody has fucked up and everybody has slept with someone they shouldn't have. And everyone has been a shittier boyfriend or a girlfriend and women have done fucking batshit crazy shit to me. And I, dude, I had, uh, I remember after all this happened to me, I was dating this like very hot, but insane girl. Cause I assume like, this is all I can get now. And she would like, I would come back from jujitsu and she would like literally like start hitting me, telling me that like uh, she thought I was with another girl or like, why am I sweating? There was one time where we <laughs> fucked before I went to jujitsu or no, we fucked before I went to do a radio show. I come home. She starts going down on me, forgets we fucked, tastes pussy on my dick and starts screaming at me that I went and cheated on her. And I had to tell her, you're getting, you're, that's your pussy. You are literally getting jealous of your I mean, own pussy. How much pussy did her pussy smell like two hours later? She could taste that. Look, again, when you're canceled, you can't be beggar stampy choosers, right? Right, of course. Well, All right, so let's talk about jujitsu. So you yeah. came out with a really, really funny viral video uh, last week. I watched it. I was like, this is genius. This is what he should be doing, shit like this. Uh, like the three people you hate training with in jiu-jitsu. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. And, and talk about those three people. Yeah, man. So uh, I finally started doing jiu-jitsu videos. This is all I've ever wanted to do. Um, yeah, so there was... Well, the first video I did was uh, the Epstein choke, and that kind of blew up. And then it was like an instructional. And then uh, the three guys are... It was overly injured guy who shouldn't be rolling. It was a guy who, instead of tapping, starts coaching you. Uh, <laughs> so as you're tapping, you're like, wait, wait, wait. And they're like, what? You're just like, you got to squeeze your knees. And then they just like end the round somehow. Um, <laughs> and then it was guy uh, who like says they just want to flow uh, and then freaks the fuck out and like attacks you like they're avenging their fallen family. I think that's like me. Uh, Sack of knee and elbows. That's like my, that's, that's how wrestlers are. So I thought that was brilliant. And people love those videos. Yeah, man. Well, so this is kind of what I'm realizing out here. Like, now that I'm out of, outside of L.A. and, like, kind of away from my agents, I'm like, I'm just going to do what the fuck I want. And what I've always wanted to do is jujitsu videos. And what no one uh, on my, like, team in L.A. understood was fucking jujitsu. And jujitsu is a dope fucking niche market of obsessed nerds. So I'm just going to start making these. I have a brilliant filmmaker uh, friend down here named Nate, and uh, we're just working together and we're posting them on Instagram and posting them on YouTube. And then uh, I'm launching this big jujitsu podcast uh, next week. Um, and we're talking to Jocko's company about working with us and fucking Kenny Florian's the first guest. 
Huron Gracie's the second. Kevin Lee's going to come on third. I would love to have fucking both you guys on. And, and we just called? wanted to uh, Rear Naked Radio. Rear Naked Radio. Solid name. It's going to be on iTunes. going to be on all, uh, Stitcher, the whole iTunes, thing. YouTube, Spotify. Yeah, so uh, the links are in my bio right now on Instagram, um, which is just the Jamie Kilstein. And then my co-host has that huge Instagram account, uh, Because Jitsu. Because underscore jitsu, it's like the biggest Instagram meme jujitsu thing. And so we're both doing it. Um, and yeah, it's going to launch next week with Florian. And the episode was fucking great, man. And we're just talking about uh, all the reasons people want to quit. And we're giving advice to white belts. And we're talking about mental health. And we're interviewing these dope fighters. And we want to interview like comedians who train. And like I want to get like Rogan and Sam Harris and those guys on. Like there's no mainstream jujitsu podcast. And jujitsu people are so like sick of trying to talk about it with their girlfriends and then being like, I don't want to hear about this. Um, that yeah. we just want for like everyone to gather um, and just be fucking dorks about this like really cool art uh, where you get your ass kicked every day, but also like make friends. Well, Mayhem is now his second degree back belt under Verdum. Jesus, that's incredible. And he went to jail for a year and a half. Came out and two weeks later, two months later, got a black belt. <laughs> I, I don't understand I how you could take a year and a half off and then get your second degree Listen, black belt. Listen, bro, when you're doing pull ups on the table, you're doing push ups, you're doing squats, you're choking your knee every day. What's the best tournament you ever won? Um, man, yeah, you're bringing Worlds? it back. Nah. Well, Jason, you, Jason, you heard Rogan and Faraz talk about you the other day, right? Did nah. you hear about that? No. It was this what morning. They were like, they were just raving about you, like yeah. just talking about like your old fights, and they talked about the Sakuraba fight. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, as far as like ADCC, did you ever do any of those? Like, no, you know, the funny thing about ADCC was that during like during the the phase of my career where I was grappling a lot with Mark Lehman, like Mark Lehman, like made bootleg ADCC tapes, and we were banned. <laughs> we were banned for a because of his love. For jujitsu, he was like spreading these tapes around, and man, he got we got banned from ADCC. I no, couldn't but, even but, go. No, back when Mark Kerr won Abu Dhabi, were yeah. you were you training back then? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever train with Kerr? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, one time. Yeah, I, how, I how, did. How, how how good was he? Yeah, he was a he was a beast wrestler, you know. But I was like a young slick jujitsu dude. I was like making moves you know that, uh, you know it was kind of like our trajectories are in different but path. a guy couldn't do that anymore a guy like a wrestler like Kerr, that level even even when i was doing it it was like like doing jujitsu tournaments it was like a it was becoming a specialized things where the guys who were like the ultra jujitsu guys were doing that only jujitsu all the time and i was like making big moves by just even placing in the tournaments because I was half the time doing striking. So it was like a weird moment. Did you watch Jake Shields last week? No, what happened? So he lost to, uh, you watched that Jake Shields and Polaris? No. Oh, Polaris got him or yeah, what? Yeah, Polaris, he did Jake Shields. He he got he fought some guy who's like a stud in uh, jiu-jitsu. Uh, I don't know the guy's name. I don't follow jiu-jitsu like, like they do. Oh, but. No, you're talking about uh, Luke Rockhold, not Shields. Oh, yeah, Luke Rockhold. Yeah, Luke Rockhold yeah. lost. Yeah. So, yeah. so Shields is training partners uh, with the guy. They're all out of Henzo. Uh, it's like the Gordon Ryan. Yeah, what's uh, that guy's name? Uh, Nicky Rod. So he uh, got to ADCC, beat Cyborg as a blue belt. Danaher literally gave him his purple belt on the ADCC podium uh, nice. and then fought Luke Rockhold. 
Uh, and then, yeah, I guess Luke. So he beat Rockhold, but Rockhold's like head cut halfway through it. And, uh, head cut? Like, yeah, they collided heads. heads? And he was like, and people Damn. were like, great, Rockhold's gonna get knocked out in Polaris. <laughs> but, wow. um, he, he, he did okay. I mean, it looked like Rockhold just wasn't all there. Yeah. Uh, he said beforehand, he's like, I'm doing this for fun. This is not fighting. Yeah. People who think Jiu-Jitsu is fighting, that's funny to him. Mm. But it yeah. seems like he kind of did it. Rockhold's too hot to, like, need it. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be, have, like, a little desperation in you. Like, I feel like every time Luke Rockhold loses a fight, he's like, oh, I guess I got to go back to my sad life of fucking models. Yeah, like, he's yeah, going to yeah. be fine. Uh, what you think about those tapes, I just remembered that was, like, I, I feel like when I heard that, it reminds me of, like, uh, when I remember, like, people my age, like, when we used to have to get porn, like now kids can just porn hub on their oh, phone. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You have to go on these like adventures and like hike through the woods to find like old hustlers and shit. Okay, boomer. <laughs> but it was the same way with those tapes. Like I had literally Pedro Hizo instructional tapes yeah, where he was. I remember those. Like, yeah. Didn't he like just call everyone faggots on those tapes? Like they <laughs> were sure. they would not be okay today. But yeah, who's dude, the best you, guy you ever rolled against? I don't know. I don't know that. Bro, I rolled with everybody. It's kind of like, oh, I like a who's who. But now, now with that Gracie one, that like he came out in a gi and yeah, you were gi. not in a gi. Yeah, that was the weirdest tournament ever because like I like beat everybody and then I, I go against Gracie Which and Gracie he's wearing a jacket. Which Gracie? I, the was big it? one. And the and, big one was name. No. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, like I, I like. I just like suddenly was getting gi choked, and I was like, "Well, that was slick." After the damn tournament, I was like, "Man, I lost." But you were you wearing a gi? To a gi? No, that's what I mean. I, I didn't know but that. How, how was he gi choking you if you didn't have a gi? He put his gi like in this weird look. He's around a your neck? Yeah, around my neck. He like re, he like wrapped it around my neck, and since I was like training MMA, or we called it NHB back then, yeah, I didn't even realize what he was doing. Like I was like, "What the hell?" And I had been out of the gi for a couple years, and and uh, yeah, I, I definitely uh, you, I learned were, were my you lesson mad at that him day. For that? No, I was laughing like, "What the hell?" Like you I, lost I, a tournament. This is the finals, I know. right? Yeah, I, but I was just shocked that you know I was on Gracie turf. And I lost to a Gracie move. So I, I didn't feel a lot of shame. I was pissed off at first, but then I realized, you know what? Yeah, I, I'm at his house. I'm playing his rules. You know, now when you roll with Daniel fault. Cormier, right? Cormier yeah. came to the gym yeah. and, and you, you, you tapped him a couple times. Yeah, but, but I mean, this is back before he was the champ. This is back before he he was just stepping in. So I, I got, you know, I got my shits and giggles on him. Did you, you know, know that I mean? he was going to be the champ one day? Yeah. Oh, here's the thing is that during the, during one of our sparring, I was like lighting him up, but it was MMA sparring. So he was like, you know, ducking and dodging, like, like getting punched in the face. And I was shocked. I was like, this dude's going to fight MMA, you know, but then he like took me on a ride threw me like ass over tea kettle to the point where like I had time to go, wee, uh, uh, you know, and, and I, I realized, okay, this dude is like, of specimen so and it was my hope to help teach him how to box and how to do the rest of mixed martial arts to complement his already awesome wrestling but were there game. guys like sokaju that you train with that yeah. you're like this is the strongest guy i've ever went up against like how did he not become champion or yeah but you know it, it goes back to that thing like 
that everybody has, you know, a set of skills that they're, they come into the game with. And you know, when you're, when you're sparring against dudes, you do the best to drag the game into an area where, you know, you can win, you know, the same as a fight. Like you, you try to, you try to, you know, make it happen. But yeah, I, you know, Sokaju is a specimen, Cormier is a specimen. It's like everybody has their their skill set, you know. Was there a guy that you were like, man, this guy sucks, and then all of a sudden he's winning, knocking people out, you're like, wow, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> nah, I, you know, I... I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying people say that like Kelvin Gastelum's a guy. Yeah, one of those. They're like, yeah, I've definitely seen dudes. Roughs him up and then he's knocking everyone out. I've definitely seen dudes that are gamers. That's for sure. That that are not like, maybe you'll get off on them in practice, but then when he goes to game time, he really turns it up. And and that, that's always an interesting thing. You see the opposite too, where you're like, in practice, this guy's like, people said Mike Pyle. Mike Pyle was, yeah, he would chill. In the room, he would like be kind of playful and whatever. Yeah, and he would show up and and do pretty damn awesome. Do pretty awesome. Or, but people say like if Pyle fought the way he did in practice, he he would have been the champion for Mm. a long time. But sometimes the lights get to you, or the nerves get to you. Or, Jamie, have you ever had a real fight? No, I've just done. I I was actually going to ask Jason a question on that because like I've just done like I've done like Muay Thai smokers and then jujitsu competitions, and so. When I did, I had like the year I competed, I got like all silvers. I never got gold. So silver world, silver Pan Am, silver the uh, trials. And Robert Drysdale was coaching me during the finals. And he could tell that I was happy with silver. And he called me over. I I literally, I hit the mat when I got silver, you know, like I won the whole thing. And I don't know if it's because I was like never an athlete. I was never an athlete in high school. And just, I set the bar so low for myself, but I never found that way. I'm way better in the room. I mean, silver is still good, right? But like, I've never had that like fucking kill or be killed drive. I'm still really like loose when I uh, compete. And I, I, I don't know, I don't really know how to turn that switch. Like, is there something that you would do, Jason? Cause you don't seem like you're like a dick on the mat, like, you know, uh, when you're training, but like how to transfer that. Cause I play best when I am playful, when I am kind of counter fighting. Uh, and then I go into a competition and some guy is just like fucking mean mugging me and swatting my head. And I'm, there's part of me that I'm like, what, what are you doing? Like assuming we're not in a fucking fight. Um, and so I've just never had that like competitive part of me. Like I like putting on a show and being playful uh, but I really kind of like, cause Burchek really wants me to compete. Uh, and I, I've been debating it. Yeah. I, well, I think that there's kind of a mental game you have to play with yourself. Cause I agree with you on that whole, like being playful and relaxed. Like that I've had my best, I've had my best, uh, performances when I was like, I danced that line between creative and relaxed and competitive. And I think yeah. it's, it's more of a mindset to get into right before you step on the mat or in the cage. Like it, it's like, um, it happens way before because for you to, to keep, keep that happiness going. That's why I always danced because like, I wanted to stay happy and stay like, yeah, this is a fun game that I'm playing instead of, okay, I'm quiet and I'm brooding and I'm angry because the the fights that I did like that, I lost. Cause like, I would just blow it because I would get, 
too aggressive or, you know, just, you know, I couldn't calm down and like, you know, I would make mistakes. So yeah, for each athlete, it's different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that getting in that competitive mode and dancing that line of relaxation and creativity and, and staying in the moment, you know, that, that's yeah. the new, that's sort of the science, that's where the science points these days. And I, I, I guess what, on Saturday, we're going to coach the kids yeah. and I'm going to try to get that in their head. I love it. I love yeah. it. They have a first match coming up. Well, listen, Jamie, thank you. Uh, I'm so happy you're doing well. I'm really proud Dang. of you, man. Uh, Jason, I've been a fan of yours for a while, too. I like, I even fucking, I watched all of Bully Beatdown. God bless uh, you, man. That's I got, awesome. I got so excited when fucking Adam told me you were on the show. So this is Hell great yeah. talking to and Adam, I love you so much, man. You too, brother. Keep it up. Yep. All right, we'll cool. Talk to you talk soon, to you later. bro. Take care. Bye. All right, that was Jamie Kilstein. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's good dude. Yeah, he's fucking... Good dude, good dude. Talking my damn head off. I loved it. This rapid fire. That guy had an answer for everything. All right, so let's talk about some fights. This week, coming up, uh, UFC Washington. Overeem is taking on... Is that Washington? Yeah. Where? I don't know. I know. But uh, Tacoma Dome? No, Washington, D.C. Oh, shh. Even yeah, yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Overeem versus Rosenstruck. You know this guy? He knocked out Arlovsky in 29 seconds last fight. Mm, damn. Knocked down Crowder. Undefeated Wait, guy. what's his name again? His last name is Rosenstreak. He's Rosenstreak. from Africa. Rosenstreak, that's from, right. I think he's from uh, Nigeria, I believe. Uh, Rosenstreak? That's a Nigerian name? They're, they're, uh, they're really high on this guy, but at the same time, he's not tested. Like Arlovsky, obviously. Look, Arlovsky is a huge name, but at the same time, he's got some wear and tear on him, right? Yeah, and he's not even really a heavyweight, right? Is he a heavyweight? But like he sort, sort of, of be a two hundred five, yeah. right? Um. Uh, Wait, who's he fighting? So he's fighting. He's fighting Overeem. Oh, that's what's going down. Yeah, All Star Overeem is fighting this guy. So they're like putting him against the old vets to like see what he can do. Huh? Right, trying to showcase him. Right, right, right. All right. Uh, this guy, this guy Rosenstreak. He's uh, I mean, he looks like the dude looks like he he means business. Nine and zero, six foot two, two forty five. That's a picture of him right there. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's got a split decision against uh, against somebody in uh, in Ryzen, or a good fighter in Ryzen. But Overeem is forty five and seventeen, he, not including his kickboxing matches, which uh, he's had a bunch of. Yeah, right? Overeem is a good test for this guy. You know what I mean? He's got a variety of skills. Uh, it's just one of those. I, I want to see Overeem win, but it seems like this dude, this young dude's on fire right now. Oh, yeah, they're trying to build him up against yeah. against the against. And, and it's not that hard to do in the heavyweight division because think about it. I mean, it's a it's a lottery for the young guy usually because the the older guy has been KO'd a bunch of times. I mean, that's just the business. You and know? Overeem seems to leave his chin out sometimes. And, and Overeem, yeah, he still thinks he's a 205-pound kickboxer. You know what I mean? He fights like he used to. Well, it's used up. Overeem was a Oh, man. You mean Uberine? Yeah, that yeah, was Yeah, I remember. Guy. Yeah. A different guy. Uh, also, Cynthia Cavillo, who's a girl that got, like, cheated on by her boyfriend, went, took, like, a martial arts class. Nice. And then is now ranked, like, three in the world. A story uh, old as time. And is awesome. Super cool chick. Got suspended for, like, marijuana for, like, a, a year or some bullshit. Gangster. That, like, she's fighting this girl, um, Rodriguez, who beat Tisha Torres, beat Jessica Aguilar her last two fights, has a loss against um, Randa Marcos, uh, another girl who's who's uh, 12 and 0 and 1. Oh, no, I guess, I guess she has a draw against, 
against Marcos. Um, I, I like Cavillo, though. This girl's tough. Tough Mexican girl. Uh, yeah, I, I got to do some research for a comment on that, but I mean, but, should yeah. be fun. Uh, ben Rothwell versus Stefan Struve. <laughs> it's about like, time that happened. It's like a Bellator main event. And it's kind of nah, it's just kind of like a parking lot, like uh, yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, what country bar? Yeah. Struve comes in. He's wearing like a lumberjack hat. He's all pissed off at Ben Rothwell for stealing his girl. So he just comes in there. Just, uh, they go meet in the parking lot. Everybody pulls their pickups around. I mean, it's just the way the dudes look. They're both awesome group. fighters. Stephanie though might have. I love Stephanie. He, he's a guy that was in the hospital that was like, "I'm roasted. Please make me cheer me up. I'm fucking my medication. I got my tooth True. went through my lip. Yeah, he he's a good dude. He is. Uh, and I always talk about how he looks like Matt Sarah got run over by a cement mixer. <laughs> yeah, like, he's three members. He's of so Alpha tall. Male. Like what the hell? But Those dudes are both dudes are great fighters. And they're fucking huge. But I I get what you're saying. Fight IQ sometimes. Like Mark Hunt no, knocked him out. What do you mean? That's what we want to see. We want to see two dummies <laughs> go for it. You know what I mean? Uh, like uh, they they uh, they fight with passion. But why is the guy? Like, Stephanie Struve getting knocked out by Mark Hunt. Like, Bruh. Mark Hunt's like 5'3". You go fight Mark Hunt. I would never fight Mark Hunt, but if I was 6'11", how could he reach his chin? What do you, yeah, what do you mean, man? <laughs> Bro, I, listen, uh, the height difference is not that big big inside there, especially if he's swinging a haymaker at your damn head. Really? Is yeah. that Struve? What do you expect him to do? Put his chin backwards and, like, sway out the seven way? Foot. That's just not how seven it works. Foot. <laughs> He's just seven said 6'11". No, bro. seven foot. He just gained the inch by yes. you talking about He's him? seven foot. Uh, against Ben Rothwell, I don't know. I mean, hmm. Ben Rothwell's a beast. He, like, has a good strategy. Like, you, you know. Remember from the IFL days. But it's weird because he's, like, the short guy in this fight. Which he's, is, uh, which is not, I mean, and he's, that's what I'm saying. But he's, like, the short guy. The big dude. And, and, and so it's going to be weird to see what the hell he's going to do when he got to play as the short guy, you know? He came to my show. I said he met his wife on Farmers Only. Nice. Uh, he, he was a good sport. I, I like, <laughs> I like, I'm happy for a while. He was trying to do, like, WWE gimmicks. Oh, really? We tried to, like, like evil laughter. Ben oh, Rothwell. wait. Yeah, I saw that, actually. <laughs> that's funny. Whatever. I liked it. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, all right. So who do you like in that fight? Oof. Right? I don't know. How could Struve win? He can uh, keep the jab out there. In, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Foul him. I mean, how could he win? I mean, man, I think he could win like a motherfucker. Like, I mean, he's a guy that has a win over Stipe Miocic. Yeah, Struve. that's what I'm saying. I yeah. mean, by guillotine? Standing guillotine? Listen, that, that dude is, is <laughs> he's a beast. <laughs> so I think, I think a submission could come out of that from Struve. Ben Rothwell... Brandon Rothwell, Rothwell can gas himself out. I've Rothwell seen him do it before. Barnett by like titty fuck. You yeah. see that one? Yeah, like that was weird. he just took his head, yeah. put it between his tits, Listen. put them together. <laughs> like, and Barnett oh is awesome. God. It's like Barnett's fighting uh in Bellator. He's fighting I know, huh? He's making his debut. He's fighting, who's he I read fighting? That. He's fighting somebody good. Uh Brazilian dude. Um so we We'll talk about that later. All right. Cody Stamen, who's a guy who uh was a uh, amazing fighter. He's at Team Alpha Male now. He's at the at the the PI. Mm. He's a guy. He lost to Aljamain Sterling. Some crazy submission. Mm -hmm. He's fighting Song Yadong. Um, great name. Man, I'll y tell you. Yadong. Man, Yadong, don't you? <laughs> uh, Cody should win. Rob Font, good fighter, fighting Ricky Simone. Everybody's high on Ricky Simone. Then he got knocked out by Uriah Faber. And he was talking shit to Faber. It was like Faber's comeback fight. Yeah. And everyone's picking Ricky Simone. He's got a mullet. He's fucking on his way up. And Faber wins. Knocks yeah. him out in one round. 
My was kind of a quick stoppage, uh, I have to say. Um, but Rob Font's good. I think Ricky sh- Ricky should win this fight. Tiago Alves, Tim Means. Uh-huh. Tim Means went to jail. Uh, told me back. He told me back in the day, he said that they would know if uh, you were jerking off because you would like put like a, a towel in like the hole wow. and then people wouldn't come in if that was the... Uh, is that what you guys did or no? <laughs> no, we just f- f- Spider-Maned at each other. Could you hear guys jerking off on the other end? Yeah. And what did you do? Look away. Really? Yeah, cry. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> uh, also, Bryce Mitchell's on the card. He's a kid from Arkansas, one ultimate fighter. He also has like a job where he does like construction. He drilled his nutsack with a power Bro, drill. Every time you tell me the story, I'm like hurting even worse. And he, and he and he posted a picture of his boxer shorts. As people are want to do. I mean, you want to see the the evidence. Really? No. Nobody wants to see that. He's mm-hmm. fighting. Uh, so yes, yeah, so that's that's this week. Next week is Colby Usman. Uh, that's next week. I thought it was this week already. No, that's December fourteenth. We'll get into that next week. Then. Well, I'm, I'm going to be in Vegas next week. Oh, uh, all week. Uh, who do you like in that fight? Uh, you know, I mean. If I get tickets, will you come out to Vegas for the show? You can't. Can you? I think I can. Maybe. You, you yeah. have curfew? <sighs> More than likely. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Kobe, would it be hard going to an event? Everybody's saying hi to you and asking you when you're fighting again and jail and surrounding you and pictures. Bro, listen, life is hard. Yeah, I'm. I'm Taking on life one day at a time, doing fine. Do you ever worry that people might take shots at you for things you might have done back in the day? Mm, not really. I mean, at this time, it's been so long since I've done bad shit that, like, anybody who is still mad about it, you know what I mean, has probably already taken a shot or gotten over it. How's your striking? Have you been training striking at all? <laughs> yeah. You have? Yeah. Well, nice. I, you know, I've just been having fun, like, with my, with my life. Like, but I'm saying, you go to classes? Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, I mean, I just been I've been running some classes, uh, coaching some dudes, and are you sparring you know, at all? I haven't yet. I, I I haven't got back into it. I, I, that's that's the next step, I think. I'm like now, I'm like kind of in shape, so people are still are there. commenting that they think that you can make a run. Oh yeah. At, uh, in either Bellator, UFC, or PFL or something. Or that's an interesting idea. Really? I mean, sounds fun on paper. By the way, people are, are writing. Uh, once again, I'm here for mayhem. Somebody wrote, I'm here for Adam, said no one ever. Yeah. Uh, like, I was like, that one got me. I'm like, that Adam. one got me. Uh, all right, so um, the, uh, quick, uh, quick running out of that card. Uh, Holloway versus Volkanovski. Volkanovski is this guy that was uh, uh, from Australia. He was a rugby player. Mm. He was like 230 pounds, is now fighting at 145, fucking everyone else. What? Knocked out Chad Mendez. How did he get down? Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, lost a whole other human. He's fighting Max Holloway, who's coming off a win against Frankie Edgar. Oh, yeah. Uh, Holloway lost to uh, Poirier um, at 55. That's when you see the difference. I, I, I picked Holloway for that fight. Mm. Uh, Jermaine Durandame is taking on Amanda Nunez. Randame is a girl that's like, was a, they were calling her the female Anderson Silva. Mm. Amazing at Muay Thai, like 87 and 0 or something. Yeah. And then went into MMA and got like fucked up. By like a, a little bit. I think Sarah McMahon uh, beat her. Or some other. I think Nunez might have beaten her. But since then, she's climbed up the ladder. The ladder. She beat Holly Holm, but she kept hitting her after the bell, like three times, but still got the win. And she hasn't fought in a long time. They wanted her to fight Cyborg. She didn't fight Cyborg. They suspended her for it. No. No, she got the win. It was like, but it was blatantly after the bell. Really. 
I met her. It seems like a really cool chick uh, and funny. She asked me on a date when I was single. Nice. Uh, I think she would have fucking. I think that would have been fun. Um, <laughs> her versus Nunez. Uh, I, I, so you can't pick against Nunez, right? Right. I mean, that's very difficult. Aldo versus Morass. Morass has been knocking out everybody. Knocked out Aljamain Sterling in like fucking 10 seconds. Uh, knocked out uh, Jimmy Rivera in 10 seconds. Knocked out somebody else. Uh, and he's fighting um, Jose Aldo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going down. I've, uh, yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, that that's... What's Aldo? I mean, he's been looking good. He seems like know, he anybody. I mean. I mean, that McGregor fight took a lot of steam out of him when he yeah. got knocked out in eight seconds. I know. Yeah. Since then, he hasn't lost though, except to Max Holloway. Huh. Um, and he's been he's been fucking people up. This guy Neil uh, is taking on Perry. Past day we talked about, but Neil is twelve and zero or something, and just been destroying everyone. Matt Brown versus Ben Saunders. That's an oldie fight. Uh, Matt Brown's making a comeback. Ben Saunders has not been looking that good lately. Mm. Have you ever tra- trained with Ben? I, I, I don't Killer think B, so. tall guys, fucking yeah, sideburns. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Um, and then uh, this guy named Chase Hooper, which is crazy. Um, this kid that like is amazing at jiu-jitsu, he's like 19 years old, but I don't think he's ready for the UFC uh, based on the fights that I've seen him at. Really? Um, seems like they're just... Tra- 19. He's young and he's good looking and he's cute and he's great at jiu-jitsu. Yeah. But his striking is... All right. Ugh, Not uh, so good. No bueno. But maybe I'm wrong. I've, I've been wrong plenty of fucking times. Um, and Ian Heinish is back. He's the guy that was from Denver, state champion, was dealing ecstasy, ended up going to jail <laughs> in, in a Turkish prison, became that captain guy. of the Turkish prison kickboxing team, changed to another jail, went to Rikers, was about to get stabbed. There was got a, transferred. There was an SOS on From him. From Turkish? Yeah. Wow. An SOS on him, which is stabbing on sight, I guess they say, yeah. in prison terms. Mom put up her house, is out, is now like 13-1 and one in the UFC, uh, only lost to Derek Brunson. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, that's what's coming up. Come from my underdog story, man. God, yeah, but no damn. one knows that except for me. Oh, really? They don't, they don't, they don't, that should be like... Yeah, that should be a part of the marketing materials, I guess. Right? Maybe, maybe the UFC will shoot a package. Who like knows? Like a comic book or something. <laughs> this fucking guy. That's great. So, uh, so tonight you're at the Dime Bar. All right. You and Uncle Creepy. Oh, both perfect. doing comedy. Perfect. Yeah, uh, should be a good, good, good show. Um, next week I'll be in Las Vegas, November, December 9th to the 15th at the Strat. If you want to come and do a guest set, you're more than welcome. And uh, if I get tickets to the UFC, I'd love to you be my 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 my, my guest, my date. I hear you. I just don't want you to just take this remote relapse. control. Yeah, yeah. Um. So any uh, anything coming no. up? No. All right. I'm Listen, just working. Thank you for uh, having us on the podcast. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you, uh, my man Jamie. Take care. Have a good week. God oh, bless trap, America. Sauce, trap sauce, trap sauce, trap Tunisans to hook them, don't put land. Tadas told them, don't put them all